Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a Fun of the week, and 4G Radio. It's episode 573 for September 16th, 2019. And I don't know about you, but it's September, mid-September, and it's still fucking 90 degrees outside. Yes, it is. I no, can't. it's 100 degrees outside. Come uh, down to Georgia. Fuck this shit, man. Like my kids didn't have my kid didn't have school Friday because it was so hot. Yeah, because our school doesn't have air conditioning. Because you know, fuck schools. But uh, what? Yeah, our our school does not have air conditioning, and it's because they just can't afford to barn. No, dude, most what the fuck? None of the, most of the schools around here do not have air conditioning. But they have heat. Eh, kind of. It gets cold in January. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Okay, so I don't know if you remember we live going in a to third school. World country. <laughs> I don't know if you remember going to school, but when you pack a building that's made of bricks full of hyperactive ten-year-olds kind of heats itself. <laughs> but yeah, and you, say, and you say I don't have running water. Man, I didn't have I air mean, conditioning. I have running water, but our outhouse most certainly has air conditioning. Well, you know, that's not a that's not a good brag. That's not a good well, brag. At least I'm comfortable while I'm pooping. <laughs> Do you sweat while you're pooping? Is that a problem? Isn't that the worst feeling though? Sweating while you're pooping? Yeah. I, I I mean, I can't say that I've ever experienced it, but I'm sure it's. Well, not. you don't have air conditioning. What are you talking about? <laughs> I have air conditioning in my house, Drew. I don't poop anywhere else. <laughs> it's not like I go to my kid's school just to poop. Oh, well. <laughs> when you gotta go, you gotta go. Someday, yeah, it's gonna hit. He's he dropping his kid off or something, or have to poop, run inside, just him sweating like in Die Hard, like in the vents. <laughs> Drop off the kid. They said it'd be oh, fun. I gotta drop off the rest of the kids. <laughs> oh, but yeah, fuck this. It's fall. Football's on. We should be seeing leaves falling and temperatures dropping. And it just ain't happening yet. Nope. Nope. Fuck. Anyway, on the show this week we have Drew. Hello. We have Anthony. Okay, we'll I've move on. Talked. Let's move on. So did Drew. What the fuck? I said, man, I still can't no, introduce I you. I had myself on mute. <sighs> anyway, video games. Let's talk about those. Drew, you got video games you want to talk about? Sure do. All right. Well, don't sweat while you talk about them and you're pooping. Okay. Luckily, I'm not pooping right now. That's good. But I don't want to hear it. I plan on it whenever you start your fondling. Oh, cool. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Uh, so something has happened. Uh-oh. To me. So you know how uh, for the past three years I've been addicted to a video game called Overwatch. Yeah, I understand that addiction quite well. Mm-hmm. So now I'm no longer addicted to Overwatch. 
I know what he's addicted to. What am I addicted to, Anthony? Well, crack, but that crack is Monster Hunter World. That's right. I have yeah. switched back to Monster Hunter World, uh, and I don't even have Iceborne. I'm playing on the PC, which doesn't get Iceborne until January. It's kind of like not having air conditioning in a school. It kind of. <laughs> but see, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can describe to me how it's like not having air conditioning in a school. Because it's, you know, it's like being cheap. You're poor. You can't afford the new expansion, so you're still playing the old one. It's not available. There's air conditioning available for that building. Iceborne's available. What the fuck are you talking about? It's available not on, on console, PC. not on PC. Oh, fuck nice that. try, Ken. It's, well, you know what? Drew played it on console. He could have played it there. It's possible. I just wanted to steamroll your joke. Well, that's fine. You've been making bad jokes all day. I'm allowed to have five. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> yeah, but I have become insanely addicted to that game again. Like, it's fantastic. That's, it's because Jay was talking about it, right? Well, I mean, you know, the hype around Iceborne. It's, it's more than just Jay talking about it. I mean, Iceborne, like, there's tons of ads and stuff like that for it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I... Man, I, I so I said okay. I want to play Iceborne, but I want to play on PC. That gives me like four months to basically hit the you know the the hunter rank that I need to get to, which will take probably about thirty hours to do. So you know, on PC, I had to start over. Um, I played probably five to six hours of it to review the PC version because I'd already put a hundred hours into the the PS3 version. Um, or PS4 version, jeez. Uh, so I had to start over essentially. Uh, but I experimented with some new weapons that I've never played before. Um, and in Monster Hunter, when you start with a different weapon, it's almost like you start a new game. It because each weapon plays completely differently. They have a different role. It's great. Uh, the PC version runs at a really good frame rate. It's got 60 frames per second. Uh, it runs fantastically on there. Um, and I'm just having a blast with it. Just going through, doing all the quests I can, getting all those optional quests done so I can get all like the, the canteen ingredients and stuff like that. Just trying to get ready for Iceborne because I am day one when Iceborne releases on PC, I'm getting it because I am, I'm so ready for that. It's great. Um, so I have, not played any Overwatch for the past two weeks. Oh my god! I know it's crazy. Um, and um, yeah, I am reviewing a pretty high-profile game. It's called Borderlands Three. That's a video game. It is a video game. Uh, I think I'm like level ten with my character. Yeah, so, I just hit level ten last night. Have you left we, the planet? We, I have not left the off? planet yet. Should we hold off on this conversation until the very end? Why is that? Because I think we've all played it. Okay. I mean, we can, sure. Or do you want to do it now? Sure, I fuck it. I guess we can do it now. Okay. All right, I'm glad we had this debate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what did you choose? I chose Moe's. I did, too. I thought everybody was okay. going for the Beastmaster. <laughs> no, no, Dave. I'm black. That's why, every, Dave. That's why I picked Moe's, because everybody was nope. going to play Beastmaster. No, Dave said he was going to do the Beastmaster. All right. Well, I was I was this close to getting Zane, but I was like, mm. I yeah, he was my second Nick. choice. He was my second choice. Um, yeah, I chose Flack. Um, it's 
I don't want to say clearly the because I haven't touched any other class, but it feels like the class that you choose when you want to play by yourself. I don't, I don't know. know. Moses Moses Iron Bear is pretty fucking rad. Oh really? Because, yeah. because that mech because, were wrecked, guys. Well, here's the thing. So the character so I chose uh you get your choice of one of three beasts to tame. Um I chose the spider ant because it, it when I'm near it, it has a constant heal buff. Um I also can throw flaming racks at people, which is way too powerful. Um I like the character like is constantly there attacking and like drawing fire so I can move around. There's even like the ability to go invisible, uh like Zero from Borderlands 2, but you know, actually useful this time. Um and then you can upgrade that to have different uh um amounts of shots you can pull off while you're cloaked, but I like I've had to respect my character because the way this one works is really Odd. Um, now there's like bonuses that you get off to the side of the main trees. Yeah. When you hit certain amounts, and like the class, the, the originally where I was going to drop all my points wasn't going to give me a bo- bonus to the spider ant, who I prefer, which I, I haven't used the other two, but I I'm enjoying working alongside it. Um. So I, I had to respect my character and choose different uh, abilities. But um, this one's like I don't know. I'm really enjoying this game, but I, like I really like this character class. It's probably the first time since the first Borderlands that I've actually really enjoyed the class I chose. Yeah, the one of the things that I've kind of run into with this game is I feel like the skill tree is very fucking confusing and convoluted. It can be, yeah. And I'm like going yeah. through there, and with Moe's, you've got three different tiers. And you can spec those tiers, but you have to have the weapon equipped that's in that tier to the to the mech. And it's it's weird. I don't. Okay, so that's how it's done. Yeah, no, no, you can still okay. you can still put points into passive abilities. But I don't know. But it doesn't benefit you, is what he's saying. Well, I have the same issue. The wording well, is confusing because it's like the splash damage will do more, and I'm like, well, is that splash damage from the mech, or is that splash damage from what I'm shooting? Or I think it's splash damage. Period. But that's the thing is like it doesn't specify. It would specify if it if it's specific. It's like it'll mention the weapon. Yeah. Like all my specific. Uh, so in the in uh, flax trees, uh, each tree has a um, assigned pet. So as I upgrade, uh, it'll tell me the benefit. So it'll just say pet, or it'll specify what pet they are talking about. So like my spider ant, when I get to a certain level, will get a like bonus. If I'm as long as I'm in the tree that the spider ant is in, um, and it specifically says that. Otherwise, all the abilities will say like and his pet, That's... and it won't specify which one. Yeah, I mean, thing, it's, like... it's saying that for the iron bear too. Well, let me ask you this: there's a there's a a skill in one of the trees that I'm upgrading that says it adds a manned turret, and I'm like, so does that mean that somebody in my like co-op team could get on the turret on the back, or does yes. that mean it would shoot? So it's useless if I'm playing solo. It's useless if you're playing solo, which is why I haven't put points into that. Okay, so maybe say that in the description. Like, because I'm thinking, well, maybe does it add a turret that will auto-fire if nobody's playing with me? 
what you know if I put points in that then oh shit that's useless I got to go back and re-. like it's stuff like that like if you're going to have a skill tree that has like 400 options give a little more flavor text so I understand what you're trying to say yeah I guess I mean it's a lot to swallow it is and and on top of that there's so much other stuff in the game like when you leave the planet is when it unlocks all this other shit like the the cosmetic items and the iridium and you know Moxie's bar and the firing range and all of this other stuff and it's like god damn I get it weapon skins yeah I get it okay there's a lot of I... shit here so maybe if you're gonna have six billion options make them a little more clear as to what they are because otherwise well, I'm just wasting time you're having that issue every time I go to make a car it's like yo do you want to be shown how to make a car I'm like we've gone through yeah, what the hell is up with that? Well, it's got I'm a bunch con- of... Every time I put a skill, uh, get a skill point, it gives me the tutorial again. And I'm like, okay, you need to fuck off now. And I have hit skip tutorial multiple why times. Why don't you put a skill in a passive ability? How about you fuck off? It's like they almost okay. knew it was so goddamn confusing that you would need to be explained it every time you do it. Yeah, I, I couldn't figure that out. I'm like, I've, I've already skipped this. I've done this tutorial and I've skipped it twice. And I'm still getting skill points, and it's still saying you can put a pass, you can put a skill point into a passive ability, and it increases your stats. I'm just like, I get that. What the? Why are you still popping up? I really like this game still, though. No, I, I, th- I think it's fine. I it feels like Borderlands it, with all of the quality of life. So like, you don't have to hold the button yeah. to pick stuff up. You yeah. know, the fast travel yeah. is, is fairly simple. You can fast yeah. travel to the car, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Um. There's just a lot. There's a, there's a lot of quality of life improvements, but man, it, the, it's the Borderlands. Vaulting. Yeah, it's the just vaulting is a big big change because I used to be the ones that like one of the guys that would sit there and try to jump on every little rock formation to see if it could get up somewhere. And the fact that the vaulting skips most of that, um, I, I don't know. This I, I really enjoyed my time with this game like a lot. But I'm also a Borderlands fan, so. Oh, I love I love Borderlands, but this is definitely Borderlands. This is I don't want them to like it's. It, this is kind of the point where I have to go though. Like, if you add anything else, you you have to take stuff away. Yeah, this is this is this is the like now that the guns have alternate fires, which I forget constantly. Yeah, no. I do too. Dude, um, I, I still rarely use my mech because I keep forgetting about it. I I do too. I, I well. My that's the reason why I like the like the um, partner uh, of the pet um, because like it's always out. I don't have to call it. I can point it at somewhere to attack, but so is I that never what the have. Button does is point it. Um, so <laughs> you get two abilities basically. Um, you get the ability to like once you have the once you get to level one, it unlocks the beast, and then you get uh, like any beast of your choosing. And then you have the, when you press the L1 button, I guess it'd be the left bumper, and you hold it, the character, like, my uh, flak would point at an enemy and be like, attack that one. So um, it's a marking tool. It's a marking tool, but it does. The, 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 like, the, the, it'll automatically switch to, like, whatever you're pointing at. Like, okay, I understand that's the one you want me to target. So there's no cooldown on that character? There is a cooldown. For that, you can only do it so many times in a row, but it's you won't notice it because it, ultimately your beast isn't going to murder the thing before you kill it and then find another enemy. Uh, no, the cooldown comes from your ability. 
So if Flack himself has abilities or itself or whatever, I think it's 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 a robot. They they blatantly say like this is a robot, it doesn't have a gender. Um but it's got a male voice. But um Flack uh there's there's one where it, the, it Flack can go invisible and pop off multiple shots. Um it tells you how many shots you can pull off and they're all considered criticals. Um, and then you can upgrade that to have more time off. Uh, there's one where you can summon your creature to a specific point. It gets irradiated, so it starts doing um, whatever the hazard um, acid, damage. acid acid damage, and it grows bigger, so it does more damage. And then there's the one I'm using right now, which is the racks, which gives me two racks to throw, uh, and they have to press the button twice. Every time I throw one, it's actually two separate racks but they're on fire and they do a ton of damage so i throw one keep shooting throw my second one and my first one will have already been re like redone in my uh, or uh, respawned or whatever into my inventory to throw again so i feel like this game it is definitely borderlands but my mm-hmm. problem with this game is that is the same problem i had with every other borderlands like there's a bajillion guns but i only like like a couple of them Yep. Like, yeah. I found a couple that I like, and unfortunately it didn't happen until I was, like, level 5, because I didn't even get an SMG or an assault rifle until, like, level 5. This yeah. this game, this game, I could tell automatically that this game drip-feeds you the types of guns. Yeah, and, like, there's some neat side stuff, but the shooting that I like is a specific type of weapon. And... Yeah, but I, I, I've... So far, this game hasn't fallen into the issue that Borderlands 2 had, which... I still use weapons that have, like, that are white. Rarity. Mm-hmm. Um, they have weapon scores now. D- that was not the case. So as soon as green weapons started showing up, only go for green. As soon as blue, blue. Because anything that was lower than was not worth your time. This game, I can look at everything as of right now and be like, is this something that's worth having? And... That makes me happy because that's more like the original game. Um, so far, the story's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I, I like the fact that you hijack vehicles to take the parts of them. Yeah, that's neat. Like, there's, um, I, I've liked the missions that I've done so far. Uh, I haven't gotten any of those weapons though, where it's like. Oh, this shoots in a very specific way that this only this gun's gonna shoot, which is fine. They um, should save that stuff for like legendaries. You know what I mean? Well, they would have stuff for like quest items. Where like uh, in the first game, there was the shotgun TK wave, which you got from TK. When you shot it, the bullets would travel in a wave and spread out from the gun in like a flat pattern. Um, I haven't run into anything really like that, but that's fine because, like, I have, um, like, a sniper rifle that's really strong. Uh, you know, I have, like, a pistol that has a pretty good zoom on it, and these are just standard weapons, and I'm glad that they aren't forcing or, or sh- I don't even know, funneling all the players to one type of gameplay. Like, what Ken likes and what I like might be two different things, and it has nothing based on class. It's preference. And I didn't think feel like that was a, the case in Borderlands 2, where everybody needed an infinity pistol, everybody needed the specific rocket launcher and the assault rifle, 
like because everybody had to play similarly the only thing that was different was how you spec your character in this case it feels like every character is very different and the players get to choose the weapons not so much the game I don't know I, Drew did you get the I don't know the code that they sent but did you get like the big stupid edition yeah so did you try those legendary weapons it gave you no they are lame as fuck <laughs> I'm sure they are. Like, one of them's a water pistol. I haven't gotten... Where do you get the legendary weapons? Uh, when you buy the big stupid edition with the $100 edition or whatever. Yeah, I have that. Yeah, so. they give them to you, and then, like, they just show up in your image. You gotta go to the, the social and the mailbox. Okay. To redeem them. Um, and one of them is a water pistol, which was fucking useless. The well, but- that's the thing, is, like, the, they, they're gonna be, what, level 3? Well, they were level five, uh, which okay, will work well, for you when you first start the game. Yeah, um, you never touch them again. I yeah. have not opened the social thing. That's great that they told me that. Yeah, it, it's it's hidden in that menu. Like I had to Google it to figure out where it was at. Fucking, that's annoying. Yeah. Um, the I put in a bunch they, of shift codes. They were supposed to give me keys. I don't have the keys. The uh, the grenades um, that it gives you is called the butt stallion. It's kind of funny. You throw it, and a unicorn comes out with a rainbow behind it. That one's pretty funny. Uh, and you can't even use shift keys until you get on the ship. Like, the game doesn't even really start, in my opinion, until you leave the planet. Yeah, I figured as much. Because it, it basically unlocks every the hub and everything. Yeah. yeah. See, I haven't even got there yet. I've been doing side quests on Pandora. You should probably just do that and get it over with, because you can go back. Yeah, I kind of figured. Yeah, and I'm just doing side quests because I want to get the experience up so I can just dominate. I think it yeah. scales. Really like, so I've noticed, like, when you would do a story mission, it scales to whatever level you are, and the enemies in that mission are your level and one above. That's disappointing. I hate that. So, I mean, you I might as well just... I want to make an interesting game, but at the same time, dude, I, I, there's a... You know what? In a role-playing game, what do you do? You fucking grind. You grind yeah. because you want to beat stuff. Yeah, that the, the level of scaling happened in um, uh, River City Girls a bit. It's not fun. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, you might as well just, like, I feel like I was doing the same thing, like I was picking up all the exclamation points and doing the side quests, and I'm like, why am I missing, like, half of the stuff you can do in Borderlands? And it's because just... you've got to get to that mission where you get the ship, and you can go into space, and you can travel to different planets, and then you can kind of open up the game. I'm just uh, I'm just in no rush. This is my turn my brain off, get back into why I like video games type of thing, because I have some more substantial stuff for review, so. The only thing I wish that they would have done was finally just go full-on Diablo with it. Like, let me let me pick up chest armor and leg pieces, helmet, stuff like that. Well, then they I can't sell like you cosmetic armor. items, Drew. Yeah, but cosmetic items don't do anything. No, but you can buy them with real money, because this game has yeah, no but... microtransactions. I don't want... No, it doesn't? <laughs> That's, don't you remember that conversation when they, they first been having microtransactions? But you can go buy. Well, they said it doesn't uh, have any loot boxes, but you could spend. But money. you can buy it as DLC. Yeah. Which, to be fair, he's not lying. No, of course he's not. He's a magician. He's showing you a sleight of hand. Like, sure. Yeah. If you want to say there's no microtransaction in your game because they're all cosmetic, whatever, that's fine. 
I mean, obviously, you can't buy guns in the game. No, you can't. Money. And truthfully, I, there's no fucking way I'd ever want to buy a gun in this game because I've got too many now that I just need to fucking sell. Exactly. I have run out of inventory space so many freaking times in this game. I was playing Torchlight 2 recently for you know for the console versions, and I'm like, every game should have a pet that I can okay. send back to town to sell my shit. <laughs> That's a great... Dude, Torchlight, they knew what they were doing with that game. Yeah. Side note, did... Did you get the equipable XP and loot drop boost mods? I did, and I have no fucking clue how to equip them. So cool. Okay, where did you get them? I, they're in the mailbox, like everything else. I fucking hate what I just. Okay, but I don't know if they're equipped or not. I have no idea if I'm leveling faster because it's like you got the loot and the XP bonus. Cool. I go into my inventory. It's not there. I'm like, are they are they like a skin for a gun? I don't know. So what, is this like a permanent increase? I don't know! <laughs> it literally says, what? what is the description? I'm going to look up the description on it real quick. It just says, equipable XP and loot drop boost mods. Yeah, where do I equip uh, them? Just, it says, it's probably, bonus content, don't ask me, I don't know, I'm just a question. I had to ask you where you probably a character them. mod that you have to put on, and you probably haven't unlocked that ability yet. It says, oh, Borderlands 3 boost right. mods pack. He's right. It's probably a character mod. Yeah, so, it's probably like, a class mod that you and you haven't unlocked uh, the ability to use those yet. And it says two equipable mods: XP yeah. boost mod and loot drop boost mod. And okay, cool. Thanks for explaining that to me, game. They, you know the hundred dollar version that people bought, then they think they can't use something. Cool. The Borderlands yeah. Three season pass is fifty dollars. Oh man! I mean, they yeah. do release a lot of like. You know, DLC packages, but when you don't know what you're getting. Yeah, if you remember the first DLC pack for the first Borderlands, one of them was a goddamn horde arena, and fuck yeah. that. Moxie's uh, horde arena thing. Yeah. I, so, fun fact, that was one of those... I might even have it still. No, because I got rid of the Xbox version. Um, that was one of those ones that they released on disc. Mm. They sold that in stores with... Uh, the Swamp Undead one uh, as a disc for DL- of DLC because if you were like me and didn't really have internet connected to your Xbox 360, that was how you d- bought him. Uh, the same with Fallout 3. They sold they sold the uh, add-ons I remember on disc. that now, yeah. God, that was a long time ago. Yep. It's a different mm-hmm. world we live in now. Yep, I remember that. Yep. The island, the zombie island of Doctor Ned is actually a pretty good deal. So. Yeah, I, they the last boss fight in that's fantastic. Yeah, they make they make good DLC. I'll give them that. So, yeah, I have I didn't have an issue with any of the Borderlands two DLCs. No, uh, pirates. There's a ton of them. Pirates. Well, the four there's four main ones, right? That yeah. were originally released. There was the pirate one. There was there the was hunting the, one where you went the hunting one. Yeah. There's the D&D one, which is amazing. Like, you know, I'm I'm okay with paying more out the gate for it, although I, from the sounds of it, I pay less for the season pass. Yeah, because the special editions were like 99 and you get the season pass in it. Yeah. So you save $10, I guess. Okay. I mean, I'm sure it'll be worth, like, time to money, you know, whatever. I'm just kind of curious if it's... Uh... 
I'm just kind of curious if it's going to be as interesting, you know, because I don't want to hoard arena. I don't want to do that shit. No, I think they learned their lesson with that crap. Well, they 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 ended up just throwing that in in the standard uh, Borderlands too. Yeah, I think there's an achievement for it in three, so I think it exists. I think hunting yeah. missions exist in this too, because there's an achievement yes. for that. Yes. So there's um, in when you go for the hunting missions, you'll just you'll walk into a certain area. I've done one. It was a pain in the ass. Um, and uh, what's his name calls you up. Um, the dude with the monocle, whose name I forget. Sir Hammerlock. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so Sir Hammerlock. Great. Yeah. Sir Hammerlock calls you up and is like. Oh, there's a guy, or there's a creature in this area. Can you kill it? And then I went and fought it, and I was like, "Damn, this is actually very hard." The game is very hard solo. If you're oh, I haven't had an issue. Well, uh, you've got you've got distractions. Time. Like yes, yeah, sure. If playing solo, um, I don't know if you've had the same issue, Drew, but like enemies are bullet sponges. Like they take a lot of hits. Yeah, even regular enemies. Yeah, like I... especially the little the little. I don't want to say the word, but the little guys. Well, they're not. They're tanks now. Well, not all of them are, but man, I haven't I haven't met an enemy that a shotgun blast to the face will take out in one shot. Oh, I have. Are you playing on hard? I'm playing on my on the standard difficulty. Yeah. Oh, the the, the difficulty they gave me was easy or hard. Yeah, there's only well, two. I chose hard. hard. Was yeah, the hard was this is what Borderlands was supposed to be. I I well, on the normal playing solo, I had to turn it down a little bit in because really? I was just I was just I was you know not killing enough enemies fast enough, and I was just dying. Oh, I haven't died yet. I haven't died yet. I've got plenty of second wins though. Oh yeah. I've actually died two or three times. I've been downed multiple times, and I'm sorry. That's just not fun for me. So I put mm. it on easier, and I'm still getting downed. I have a pistol that does massive critical damage. I mean, that's the other thing, right? Like, your experience could be based on shitty rolls of the dice, really, because that's, that's how this is generated. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't... If I'm going to play a lot of this solo, which I'm assuming I am, even though three of us bought it on the same machine, none of us ever get together to play, I'm not going to be frustrated by being downed. And Borderlands is not a game that I want to hide behind cover to let my shield regenerate to play. Like, especially if I'm playing by myself. That's not fun. So I'm going to drop the difficulty down. Especially since it seems like the game is going to level with me. So I'm never going to be overpowered enough to just roll through shit. So I will play on easier in solo. Now, one of the things I really do like about this game is like when if we do play co-op, it lets you customize everything. So like I can play on easier, but Drew could play on normal. Um, you can set it to where we all get our own specific drops, or we have to fight for the drops. That's a smart addition because that was the biggest problem with two because two ended up relying on raid bosses, right? And then the raid boss would drop the legendary weapon, and then there'd be four of you standing there. But it's up to the host, just FYI. So if you get a dick right. of the host who wants to play, you know, I'm going to steal your loot, then you got to deal with it. I understand that, but it's just it's nice that that is. You yeah, like I said, like I said, this is Borderlands with every quality of life. Also, I because it was a little bit of controversy before release. Yeah, I guess uh, Eddings wasn't necessary for Claptrap, huh? I'm did sorry, but notice? there's. I did because I knew. 
I, I, that's the only reason <clears throat> why, though. There's a line that he has when you first take off on the spaceship that I was literally cracking up. He, this guy's pretty much got, I mean, I know a lot of it is, um... He's essentially Troy Baker's Joker. So who's playing him? I don't... Um, I, don't I can't know. remember the guy who plays him now. But for is the he... most part... Go ahead. For the most part, I don't notice a difference. Is that Chris Hardwick doing Vaughn? Yep. Yeah. Okay. And so this game takes place after uh, yep. Tales from the Borderlands because Vaughn was in Tales from the Borderlands. Yeah, I didn't even recognize him. No. Uh, so yeah, Scooter... Spoiler alert, Scooter's dead. Sorry. Yeah, but Ellie's still in it, and in my opinion, Ellie's the best character in the game. Oh, but Scooter was the Scooter best. Scooter was the best. I like Scooter, but Ellie, Ellie's good. I like Ellie. She's fun. Scooter, Scooter gave me gave the best line ever that made me and a friend crack up. Like, I've never cracked up the, so hard at a video game. That's not true. Heliocatopter. Heliocatopter was good. <laughs> Heliocatopter is what, what, what is that? What is that? You really don't? You weren't here for that? That was from Remnant from the Ashes. Yeah, there's a oh, guy he's... you meet in Remnant from the Ashes. <laughs> he's like this old, out. this old redneck guy who's in a helicopter. That's where his home is. Oh, and shit. he's like, uh, luckily I found this Heliocatopter. So funny. And me and Kid cracked the hell up at that point. <laughs> that was so funny. The old man sells soup. That's the best part. Yeah. He sells fucking soup. He sells soup that gives you buffs. It's so good. And he's in a heliocopter. He's in a heliocopter. <laughs> but, uh, you know, um, God, Scooter, when he was talking about Mad Mel, which was one of the bosses in the first Borderlands game, he's like, he's Mad Mel stealing all my uh, parts. And I uh, want you to go over there and uh, give him a big hug for me. And by that, I mean, once you go murder the crap out of him, I and he cl- <laughs> clicks, and I could help but bust out laughing at that. It was his there's delivery a, and everything. There's some pretty good lines like that in this game. There, I was just like, uh, all right, that was pretty good. And somebody was complaining about the humor in Borderlands. I'm like, well, I don't know what the fuck you were expecting at this point. Like, it's literally Borderlands 3. Did you think it was going to be any different? Like, why would you play this? Yeah. Is it, isn't like everybody's it. favorite character to hate in this game? What's that? Tiny Tina, isn't she in this game? I don't know, but I could not she stand is. her. I thought I she was hilarious. Hated her. I hated her. Uh, she, she had a mission um, in the second DLC where she's your trainer or whatever, where you had to go and get cookies. And she, you, you break all the machines, and then they end up being Raisin. Or you get collect the cookies, and then she's like, these chocolate chip cookies suck. She's like, because they're raisin cookies. And then she's like, go break the machine. So you have to go all the way back and break every cookie vending machine. Did you do the A side tor- mission for Claptrap's... Um, antenna? Is Antenna. Yeah. yeah. I mean, is anything besides the umbrella acceptable? Because the umbrella... I, I, I think I chose the spork. I chose the spork. Nah, fuck that. The umbrella, it's cracking me. Talks, uh, He's like, everywhere stabbing. I go now, I get shade. Yeah. <laughs> Talks about stabbing guys when you switch to the sport. Oh shit! Um, I I I hope Torg is back. He's the I'm best sure character. He be. He's got one of the best lines, and it's not even in the game. Well, I think it might be in the game, but like from one of the ads for the expan the Torg expansion, and it's do you know. 
that 97% of all living things on Pandora aren't exploding right now? That's bullshit. Fuck, I love Torek. There's there's an ad in the second one where he... uh, He's like, if you don't buy Torg, you're retarded. And then there has to be a message after it. It's like, this does not represent the Torg Corporation. Uh, I, Borderlands is a game oh, that man. I can play probably for the next six months, slowly trickling. And it, like you said, you just shut your brain off and shoot. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that, too. I don't know if anything can top the Ninja Turtles mission, though. Yeah, that was real good. Yeah. In the second game? Yeah. yeah. And it's we early. Kill some mutants down in the sewer, and we lure them out with pizza. Yeah, it's it's such an early mission in that game, and it just sets the tone for that game. And I don't know that there's a mission that tops that one in that game. That one in the Top Gun mission is pretty good. You know what? I I, I, I know people think it's lowbrow and stupid, but I just enjoy stupid sometimes. And yeah, it's dumb. I mean, it's like there's no no one out there could say that Borderlands isn't dumb. No, you know. But it's dumb in like. I, I don't. It's done well. Yeah. Like the performances. Do you, do, do you guys? Do you guys remember back in the day when Borderlands was actually a serious game? When it started and didn't have this art style. Yeah, it didn't have Before this the, art style, and it was supposed to be a serious looking game, and it was yeah, supposed to be like a was, serious game. I kind of wish that existed, but at the same time, I don't. Yeah, there was. There was not. There was no joking. There was no nothing. It was supposed to be like. Oh, this this horrible planet! And they stole the art style from uh, an artist that they were in talks with working with, and then they were like, "Yeah, we don't need him to do the art style." Jesus, that but, sounds uh, like Gearbox. Yeah, Gearbox yeah. is probably like up there with just the worst kind of management. <laughs> it's it's bad. Yeah. But you know what? It's not going to stop me from playing their game. Because like I said yeah. the other day, if I didn't play the games of shitty corporations, I wouldn't play video games. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know they didn't pay taxes? Fucking shame, right? <laughs> All right. I, 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 I play Grand Theft Auto Five. I love motherfuckers that are like, Bezos is a terrible person. But sure enough, my cat litter liner showed up uh, tomorrow. Yeah, hmm. I know. Uh, Jeff Be- like I don't use Amazon. What's your fucking excuse? I don't, I don't, I don't use Amazon and I don't go on shit about Jeff Bezos. Uh, yes. Yeah, here I, you are, you fucking user. I think it yeah. would be cool if he gave a lot of his money away. But me not buying things conveniently for myself is not going to change him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry uh. if that makes me an insensitive prick. I, I have I have not enough time to care. Anyway, um, anything else about Borderlands before we move on? No. If you enjoyed Borderlands 1, 2, or the pre-sequel, chances are you're going to enjoy Borderlands 3. You'll still like Borderlands 3 if you didn't enjoy the pre-sequel. It's okay. It's true. What was wrong with the pre-sequel? It was boring. Yeah, pre-sequel was, you could tell the team made that. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you right now, you forget about a lot of Borderlands 2. And a lot of Borderlands. No, that's fine. But I finished like Borderlands the, One and Borderlands Two. I could not finish the. I, wasn't it me and you, Drew, that were playing I, co-op, and we were just I, like, "Dude, I can't do this anymore." That was pre-sequel, yeah. Oh, I, I was, think it was. I think it was probably because it was too close to the release of Two. Let me tell you that Two. There were multiple segments 
that when you go through like your second time, you go, oh, you missed you you absolutely so missed long. you absolutely missed the point of what you're saying. The second time you go through two, I've been through right. two multiple times. I could oh, never I'm... finish the pre sequel. Oh, it was so poorly paced. It was just so not fun. You just deal with it in Borderlands 2 because it's new, and then you were too close to Borderlands 2 to play the pre-sequel, I swear. No, I tried the pre-sequel again. I like the pre-sequel it. way better. The characters talk, so it's not just like somebody talking at me, which I know seems like a small bit, but it's just like, oh, so at least there's dialogue happening. No, Borderlands 2 is a hell of a lot better than the pre-sequel. Oh, I'm not denying that in the terms of certain, but I still liked the pre-sequel a lot. Oh, I've never finished it. I've tried twice. I didn't mind the pre-sequel. I think it had some of the cooler characters in it, as far as classes you can play. The um, the oxygen mechanic was not a hindrance. That's but it what was, I was just... But it was unnecessary. I didn't need it. Yeah. It was just annoying. That was my issue with that game. Yeah. I mean, it's like you're taking things away from Borderlands, and I, I no, thank you. Yep. All right. Uh, anything else you playing, Drew? I'm trying to think. I mean, I'm doing Terminator Salvation for Phoenix Down. I'm sorry. No, no, we are doing. Did you all at least get it on the Xbox 360 so you get those easy a thousand achievement points? I'm getting it on for the easy platinum. Well, I mean, if you care about you know fake achievements, that's fine. Achievements are fake achievements. <laughs> and I am playing on hard because, well, I hate myself. Yeah, you'll hate yourself even more by the end of the game. <clears throat> I'm sure. Okay. I've already, I've, I'm already in chapter three, <clears throat> and I think there's five chapters. Yeah, it's it's not a very long game. It's like four <laughs> hours or something like that. Yeah. How long the beat says five hours max? Yeah. I'm like, are you counting your deaths <clears throat> in the game though? I mean, the game should really only be five minutes because you should never play it. No. You should turn it off after you play it for five minutes and be like, wow, this is a pile of shit. I'll tell you one thing. The loading screen with the actual Terminator on it, that looks fantastic. Then you pl- then the game loads in and you're like, this looks horrible. You want a better Terminator game? Play Gears 5. Yeah, well, yeah. You can You can fuck people up with Sarah Connor. And a T-800 okay. if you want. Yeah, that's that's true. The Terminator's in there too. Yep. Is that single player? You can play Horde by yourself, sure. Eh, well, never will. All right. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's about it. All right, Anthony. Finished River City Girls. It's fine. It's fine. I uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was a good game. I I think I'm. Uh, that's the word I'm looking for. Um, biased based on the fact that like. It wasn't too long ago that I played and finished one of the 3DS titles, which is a much better game. This feels more, and I realize this this is not a a slight on the game, but it's it's slightly different. Um, This is more like a Scott Pilgrim clone than it is a River City game. There's slight nuances that, like, they've did that it's like okay but this was because of scott pilgrim this is not because of the cuneo games um kind of hated the way the story ended uh this game has some leveling in it that's kind of weird and honestly 
this game benefits you if you're rich. Like if you're if you keep the money in the game and don't die a lot, eventually you get to a point where you can just buy a ton of healing items and cheese your way through bosses because you just heal. Um, there's really no skill involved. Um, I found dashing when I needed to uh, to be extremely hard. I wish there was a button for it. Um, the music's fantastic. I still like the game a lot. It's just, there was certain things where I went, okay, that was unnecessary. Like, I clear a screen and more enemies roll in. And they're stronger, they don't give you any experience, they give you barely any money. Like, don't have those enemies come in then. There's no benefit to me as a player to move on. Like, let me take my time. Because if they're not going to give me experience, like, I can't farm them. They're not going to give me any money, really. Like, what's the point other than just making me move through the game faster? It's not an arcade game. Um, characters. So I, I did run into uh, Billy and Jimmy Lee. Um, Aaron and Danny. Sorry, Aaron and Danny. Yeah, they're they're. I, I didn't realize I had run into one of them. I'm assuming it was Aaron, um, because uh, they, they are the dojo runners. They run the dojo where you learn new moves, but they're just static images. They throw it a line when you enter, and maybe throw it a line as you leave. Um, like, what a waste, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, uh, after after last time, though, I did realize uh, that I could hear um, Jacksepticeye's uh, uh, accent in his character. Uh, he was still great, though. He's probably my favorite character from the game. He gives a mission at one point where you have to go and punch a bunch of cars, like in Street Fighter. And uh, it wasn't as good as the joke in Guacamelee. But uh, you punch a bunch of cars and you break one, and it just leaves the people inside. <laughs> they were sitting in the car, and I burst out laughing at that. Like, the game does have charm. Um, I just feel like they misstep at the very end. Um, and clearly this game is built for two players. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely good. Uh, I think it'll be something that like people should pick up. I think the price they are charging for it might be a bit much. One of the reasons I did not buy it on launch site, but yeah, on my wish like, list. like 20 bucks, solid game. Um, 30 bucks. I realized the physical version's out for about the same and it comes with the CD soundtrack and all that stuff. But uh, thirty bucks, like for a, unless you're playing it with a friend and can justify the cost, it's not worth it. It's it's too much tedium for a single player, um, especially when that's half of a new release, right? Uh, I have also played um, a bit more of Catherine. There's really not much to say right now about that because I haven't played a ton. Um, Greedfall. Mm. I guess they fired the original Spider staff and hired new people because this game is way better than at least uh, the only the only other game I played from this Bound by Flame, which wasn't bad, wasn't like terrible. But none of um, Spider's games are terrible; they're just not right. great. So I don't remember if I talked about it last week, but like I, cause I don't remember when I started it up, but. Uh, I've just been in the opening area, so like doing missions still, 
and the way that they allow you to solve problems in this game using your skills, like there's there been a bar fight, but I need information from the uh, barkeep. Uh, so I'm like, okay, hey, do you have you seen my cousin? Yeah, your cousin picked the fight, is what he says. Now either pay me for the damages, or or get out. And like my character's like, what if I could fix it? Now. I don't have the skill to fix it in the game because I didn't spec my character that way. But if you did, uh, you can just go over and fix it and he'll give you the information. I had to pay him, so I, I gave him gold and worked my way around that way. But then there's, there's other things where it's like I could have tried to talk my way into a specific uh, agreement with a fellow who was trying to rip me off. Uh, to not rip me off. He didn't go for that, so I went around the the corner and beat up his boss, who then was like, okay, we'll honor our original agreement and not screw you over. Um, the combat in this game, once I got, you know, the, the like into the flow of things, definitely works better than uh, originally presented, because when they did the tutorial, it didn't feel right. Um, but once in a more organic situation, I was like, okay, I've got it now. Um it's uh, it's like a big step up from, and I realized Bound by Flame was then um, succeeded by Technomancer, which I never played. But this game looks better. This game plays better. The acting's fantastic so far. The writing's way better than Bound by Flame, which it wasn't like the weak point of Bound by Flame, but definitely it it felt like poor man's Bioware. And this feels like they are going for something a little bit different. It doesn't feel Bioware-ish in the way that, like, um, you can respond. It feels like... It feels like, um... I don't even know. It doesn't feel... It doesn't have that, like, moment where you go, oh, and now you have your you have your two answers you can choose. Are you going to be good or bad? It just feels a little bit more organic in that moment. Um... I'm I'm enjoying my time with it. Like again, just the story in this opening area has me doing different things. I've been in combat. I've had to talk my way out of situations. Uh, I had to do a bit of investigating, which goes like I have to put pieces together. Um, I've got to sneak around. Uh, there's t- plenty of stuff to find, so I've tried out different equipment. Um, it's a really neat game. I just haven't uh, had time to play it all week because I've been in bed with a sore back. Um, otherwise, that's where I've been spending most of my time. And then Borderlands came out, and I just wanted to try it because I knew we'd be end up talking about it on the podcast. Um, and then I also have, and I haven't started up, Nino Cooney, the remastered version. I know Drew wanted it, but I stole it from underneath him. <laughs> Man, I am so upset about that. I'm sure he is. He's, he sounds defeated. Yeah. No, that game defeated me alone. It defeated so. a lot of people. That game never ends, I'm convinced. No, it does. I made it to the ending and couldn't beat the final boss, and I was like, well, I don't care anymore. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> That's it. Me. I'll wrap this up. Um, just to touch again on Greedfall, I played about an hour and a half of it. Um, I don't... It is the best game Spiders has ever made, but I think it's... <clears throat> excuse me. I think it's... Um, that particular time period that they're going for, I just find really fucking boring and un, un, just uninteresting. 
See, I like that because that's the. That, it, it works for the story they're building. If like uh, the fact that the um, I don't know, it's the age of expedition, right? I mean, I like just that's I just the time care. that they would be going and sailing to new lands and discovering new lands. So to me, it's it that's compelling. Like I don't see a lot of RPG. Like the only other game I can think of that has this sort of aesthetic is Assassin's Creed. Uh, I mean, the only one. I guess the only one that kind of felt like that was three, and I really don't like three. A rogue, you know. I didn't. I mean, rogue is fine, but it was like a poor man's black flag, which is what it was. But it's just like that. That's the only the, the Victorian sort of sort of aesthetic to everything. I, I just I don't. Like I don't. That. I don't like it. Um, I mean, the game is what it is, and. I know you said it doesn't feel like a poor man's Bioware, but I think it does feel like a poor man's Bioware. Not in the same... Uh, I should rephrase that. It's not in the same way that, like, it, Bound by Flame is clearly aping Dragon Age. And, like, I don't feel like... And maybe it's just the, the, the setting, but I feel like the way that they are presenting... It feels like they've learned from more than just Bioware, I suppose. Like, literally, Bound by Flame was just like, we stole Bioware's gimmick. And, like, this, it's like, okay, this feels like you've at least looked at other RPGs and taken parts from that as well. I don't know, the arbitrary Bioware, uh, are you going to be good or bad moments are a little bit more um, obscured, I found, in this. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm gonna play like 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 for example. There's I I can either smuggle stuff onto a boat or try to legally and I do that with air quotes get it on the ship. And like I, I realize that is still a morality choice, but it's not brought down to a moment where I go, "You're putting this on your ship illegally," or like, "What do I do to do the right thing?" Like it's it's actual actions that are changing the course of events. I, I mean, I guess. I just wish it was interesting. And so far, I haven't found and that's it. A, that's a, the, the, it's not interesting until you find out that the cabin... And and then that's, like, in the intro area, that's when stuff starts to build. But I, I've been in the intro area for probably three, four hours. Yeah, see, that's... Uh, I have a problem when games, like... When you when you're like the game gets good or the game picks up or the game kicks off in three to four hours, I'm just kind of like, okay. Well, the, the reason why I say that is because it's very tutorial heavy up until the point where you're you find out the cabin boy's missing, which is quick. It's just you have to choose to go talk to a specific person, and if you don't talk to the captain of the ship, who will tell you that he's missing and choose to talk to other people first, that delays your experience. I went exploring first. So. Oh, well. Like I said, hour and a half. It's definitely not for everybody. I realize. Yeah, I did hour and a half, and I'm like, you know what? I could be doing better things. So, I mean, we'll see. Maybe <clears throat> maybe I'll go back to it and look at it at some point. But um, I'll tell you what I did play that I was impressed by was that new Contra, yo. Y'all should download that demo. It's on everything. That shit is fun. It is a 
twin-stick shooter, but it has a lot of the contra-ridiculousness. I've heard that there's terrible button delay. I've seen that there's terrible button delay of someone hitting a button and the character jumping after the button's already been released. I didn't notice anything. Honestly, when I jumped, I jumped. I I, I don't know. I jumped in... I mean, I'm going to be real honest with you, jumping's not a big part of that game. I mean, you do it every now and then, but... I don't know. I just had a fuckload of fun with it. Like, you can fucking ride a rocket. Like, when you do your screen, your bomb screen clear, dude jumps on a fucking rocket and rides it into the enemies. It's, it's fucking stupid, and I like it a lot, and I can't wait to play it. And there is zero excuses for people not to try this out, because it's fucking free demo, and it's on every system. So check it out. Because I think it's cool. If you don't like it, you don't like it. I mean, the first, the demo gives you basically the tutorial level and one boss fight. And you can get a sense from that if you're going to want to play this game. And I think you should check it out. Because it's easy to pass it off as like, Oh, it's Contra from Konami after they suck. And I'm just like, you know what, whatever. Everything Konami's put out over the last, what, six months has been fine for me. Like, Metal Gear Survive, yeah, it's a little rough. But they gave me a Castlevania oh, collection, no, no, no. a Contra collection. Metal Gear Survive is not rough. That game starts off, oh, okay, oh, oh, this is bad. Like, why did you lull me into this sense of, oh, this is actually okay, because I'm just now defending the same point over and over and over again. Yeah, the game dies at a Unfairly. certain point, but up to that point, I had fun with it. Yeah, because it was just Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah. With zombies. And it's which game. is all that game needed to be. Yeah, and for the four or five hours that I enjoyed it, it's perfect for Game Pass, which is where it's at. So there you go. Um, but they gave me, you know, Castlevania Collection, Contra Collection, Konami Collection, all those were good. And now I like this new Contra, so I don't say fuck Konami. I'm going to buy their shit. I don't care. I am more interested in what Konami's done post-Kojima than what Kojima's done post-Konami. <laughs> And I know the internet hates me now for that, because, you know, Kojimbles is, is the messiah. But fuck, I scrubbed that 50-minute gameplay demo of Death Stranding, and I could not be less interested in that game at this but point. He drank a monster energy drink. I don't give a fuck! I'm, I'm so passive! He you if you stare at his crotch, which wasn't a thing <clears throat> that you could... I'm so passive... I am so past shooting the bucket and watching the ice cubes melt, okay? That was cool back in, what, 1999, 2000, whatever. But you don't understand, Kojima is... Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's deep. Norman Reedus! Jeff Keighley! Jeff Keighley, Doritos Pope himself, coming down to deliver Monster Energy Drink. Did I not call that on this show? Um, Keeley was going to be I in it. I mean, I said it. I said it. I said I would not be surprised if Jeff Keeley is in the game. And by God, the next trailer that came out had Jeff Keeley in it. It's basically yeah. Death Stranding Kojima starring Kojima's friend. Facebook friends. Yeah, Kojima, Kojima and friends is what see, that game is. I have be friends by Hideo Kojima. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. I got I got buddies. Yep. I'm friends with Norman Reedus. You know what? We're going to make a video game with you in it. Oh my god. Well, I uh, Guillermo del Toro. This game is going to be so stupid and it's going to win a bunch of game of the year awards and people are going to be like, "Oh my god, G- Kojima is a visionary." 
No other game has told a story this great. No, no other game has told a story that doesn't make this any fucking sense. There's one good story in the Metal Gear Solid games. Metal Gear Solid. I don't know. I, I think past that, you start to get into a mess. I think 2 is pretty good. 2 is great. It's, uh... Um, la lu lo If you go back and... No, fuck that. Fuck the sticking to the la lu lo If you actually go back and play that game and see all the foreshadowing he did, that shit's pretty deep, man. Yeah. Oh, like, this don't was get the, me he, wrong. The game itself is fine. I'm talking about the story. I'm talking about yeah. his talking foreshadowing you, of technology I'm... and the way it controls people. Oh. Yeah, the internet... Yeah. And it was okay, but, 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 but Cyberpunk had been doing that for years. I'm he not, doesn't, I'm not saying, saying it's like he's not, he shouldn't be given the credit. That don't he deserves. Give, no, he, don't give me the Simpsons did it argument. Fuck that. I, it's told in a great way, and if you go back and play it and you remember when it was made, it's fucking good shit. But then you play three and you're like, okay, well, maybe you shouldn't have gone to the past. Neuromancer was done in 1984. And I'm not discrediting Neuromancer. It has nothing to do with Metal Gear Solid 2. But I'm just saying. Just saying. He gets a lot of credit for stuff he just lifts from other places. So do most creators. You're absolutely correct. But, like, not to Hideo Kojima levels of he's God. I don't know about that. There's yeah, quite a few well, people out there that... Well, sure there are, <laughs> but not in game development. Not to this level. Yeah. Well, you know, some people... I won't say it. I'll get in trouble. Uh, I also played uh, Damon X Machina, which is that new Switch game. Did you play the original demo? No? Yes? Yes, I did. And is this better than the demo? Uh, what do you mean better than the demo? Like, what, they, didn't they say they were going to make changes? Um, I don't know. It. I mean, it still plays like a mech anime shooter. That's fair. I mean... It, what it's giving me is some motherfucking straight-up Armored Core vibes from, like, the PS1, and I'm okay with that, because I was a huge Armored Core and Armored Core Project Phantasma fan. He was into From Software before they were cool. No, I had no idea it was From Software. I just liked... I liked the idea of building my mech and having to account for things. Like, this is back when I had a fuckload of time and not a lot of money. So, when I got the first Armored Core, I spent a lot of time building, you know, different builds of mechs in Armored Core, and, you know, doing all the different sorties, and, like, Damon X Machina feels a lot like that. So, you'll get to do these missions, and basically you're contracted to do these missions by a corporation, and when you go out, it'll actually tally, you know, like, how much destruction you did, how much damage was done to your mech, how much you need to repair, so your, your payment will... You know, d- d- just depend on your performance, which I thought was a cool mechanic back in the original Armored Core. This is obviously a little bit faster, a little more arcadey than Armored Core was. Armored Core was a lot more slow paced. And you can get out of mech, right? No, uh, well, you're out of mech in between missions. You don't actually get out of the mech in a mission, at I least not it, yet. I swear in the demo they showed someone getting out of the mech as a broke or something. I mean, if that happens, that happens, but I've played through, I think, four missions, and I haven't got out of my... Oh, okay. Um, I'm, I just got it on Friday, so I just started it, but um, I dig it. I mean, performance is a little rough because it is a Switch game running Unreal, and that's always going to be a problem, um, but it's not 
unplayable by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, it's a little complex like Armored Core was. Like There's a lot of things. You can, you can take extra weapons with you if you want to swap on the battlefield, or you can leave them off so you can move faster and have longer boost. It's kind of that push-and-pull system that I, that I enjoyed in Armored Core. Uh, the customization is very deep. Um, it is straight-up fucking anime, like totally goofy characters talking back and forth to each other. Um, but no, it's it's good, and, I, and I'm liking it so far. The story is interesting. Apparently, like, the moon fell, and I don't know how that's possible, because the moon is in space, so, like, how does it fall? But, whatever. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's a cool game. I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. Is the art style, like, am I just seeing, scre- like, is it always that sort of, like, weird art style, or is that just, like, certain moments? What do you mean, weird art style? I don't... Like, did it not have, like, this... These bright colors and stuff. It's been or, very like, red. I can tell you that. That's what I mean. Yeah. Okay, maybe that's. Oh, I'm looking at screenshots. No, I'm. I must have just seen like the demo stage. Must have been like one color because I'm seeing like desert and stuff. Yeah, there's different biomes throughout okay. the game. Um, but it is it is very much got that look to it, and it kind of keeps that style through the whole thing. I mean, it's 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 fine. It's like the first first party Nintendo game that you're kind of like, it's it's good. It's not like amazing, but no, no. and it's definitely no, the first not for game you everybody. Did that with is one to switch. Well, that nobody counts that. <laughs> like that game just didn't exist. Nobody cared. Um, but no, it's it's fine. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's a fun game. I just don't think it's going to set anything on fire. Like especially between you know them dropping. Apparently, Astral Chain did ridiculous numbers. Fire Emblem did ridiculous numbers, and then Zelda's out this Friday. So. This kind of gets sandwiched in between a bunch of high profiles, so it'll probably be forgotten in about a month. It's got the Titanfall 2 problem. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, this was a game that was always kind of weird to me, because I, I don't even remember how they announced it, but it was kind of like in a bunch of things. Yeah, it was like first the first. It. it was like a first thing in a, in a direct that people had forgot yeah. by the time the direct ended. So yeah. it was when Reggie was still there. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. So. But no, it's it's fine. Um, and then the last thing I did was I spent, I think Friday evening, um, tweaking RetroArch. So I've I've kind of been doing this like once a week, just kind of going in and playing around with the settings and seeing. Can I, I can, can I just say for a person that doesn't like PC gaming, this sure sounds like PC gaming. Oh hell no, it's not PC gaming. It's me making my PC play old console games. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 just the, the way you're like I don't like people, and then like I'd assume it's because you don't want to play with a bunch of settings, and here you are playing old games with a bunch of settings. Sure, I like to tweak things when I'm not actually playing. Like you have to understand that when I talk about retro games, it's not that I'm going to sit here and do a playthrough of Mario 64. I just want to see how I can make it run, and it's kind of like a little side thing for me. So. So what are you, what have you been doing? So I've been playing with like the uh, resolution changes, the filtering, and making games look better. Uh, I sent Drew a couple screenshots on Friday night. I think it was. Um, I had got Mario sixty four running with a widescreen hack at uh, nineteen twenty by ten eighty with improved filtering and textures. And like, I know it's hard to tell from the screenshot I sent, but like these games look like HD remasters with all these little tweaks turned on um and it's really cool like the widescreen hack i've noticed doesn't like every game 
So like sometimes the games will glitch out, and instead of just stretching the screen, because that's not what it does, it actually like changes the assets within the game to have that perspective or perspective ratio. And uh, I noticed on PS One, it has a lot more issue doing that. Like menus would overlay each other. Um, so I kind of left PS One in, in the standard four by three, but I did figure out that you can run the hardware version of the Beetle emulator, and I can run PS One games at like four times the resolution, so they look really sharp. But N sixty four runs a lot better. Um, so I was running like Mario sixty four and Diddy Kong Racing, and they look real sharp. Um. I also ran into the problem of realizing that mapping the N64 controller to an Xbox 360 controller is very fucking confusing. Because in games like Mario 64, it works. You map the C buttons to the right analog stick, right? But go play Mortal Kombat 4 and realize that those C buttons were actually other attacks. (laughs) So now you have to do attacks with the right stick. Is not is not great. Is not great. So I mean, if you actually legitimately want to play those games, you really need to custom map the controller per game, which is just not something I will probably end up doing for a game that I'm going to play a maximum of like 20 minutes of. You know, it's just interesting. It's fun. Um, especially with all these mini consoles coming out, just kind of seeing how I can get these old games to run. So, it's been fun. It's not something I'm going to do regularly, but I have fun tweaking and playing around with it. And, you know, seeing some of these games run and look better than I remember them looking is a, is a fun experiment. But no, that's that's pretty much mostly what I've been doing this week. I did play Overwatch. I'm still chasing that platinum. I hit 24.06 last night in DPS. The DPS queues are still terrible. I think they're all terrible. Uh, no, I can get into support and tank in less than 30 seconds. DPS, I had a queue last night of 10 plus minutes. So I only played three DPS matches last night. And then I played probably... I played a ton of tank and I won every game. I am now like 2350 in tank. I don't know how that happened because my support dropped down to like 2260. So like tank and DPS are my highs now and my support is my low. It's a weird game. I think I found a cheater last night. So check this stat out, Drew. Just playing Junkertown. There was a Zarya on the enemy team, okay? She ended the game with 80 kills, 65 of them high energy. How long was that match? 12 minutes. 80 kills 80, in 12 minutes? 80 kills. And I watched the replay, because you, you can now watch, you know, the recorded replays. Yeah. Her tracking with an Xbox controller was better than I've seen Overwatch League players. Yeah, that sounds like somebody hacking. Yeah. I just sat there and watched her whole play. She never died. She died once when she got pinned off the map by a Reinhardt. And her tracking... She was able to track a tracer 
with Zarya. And I'm just sitting there watching it going, there's no fucking way, man. There's no fucking way you can do that with an Xbox controller. 80 kills. You know what level she was? Four. 27. You gotta be 25 yep. to be in comp. No, that's right. Yeah. 27. Yep. Yeah. Sounds so, about right. Profile was private. Shocker. Anyway. So that was my fun match last night. 80. I was just like, when we got to the end game screen, and I saw she had 80 kills, 65 of them high energy, I'm like, I've never seen anybody get 80 kills in a game. Let alone a game that didn't even last the whole 20 minutes. It's crazy. Anyway. What's out this week? You want to know what's out this week? We've got... Masira. Uh, Moen and Throwin. AI, the Somnium Files. Bounce. Bus Simulator. Destiny 2 New Light Edition. Gnome's Garden Lost King. Groundhog Day, like father, like son. Rebel Cops. Real Fishing Road Trip Adventure. Samurai Showdown Shizumaru Hisame. is a new character for that game. Scheming Through the Zombie Apocalypse, colon, The Beginning. Witching Tower. Inferno 2. Wait a minute. That's Oh, that was Infernal. Not Inferno. Okay. No. no I thought we were Infernal. getting a sequel to Infernal, Drew. Infernal Hell's Vengeance. <laughs> oh, God. That game was so bad. Uh, Lost Castle. Muta Zion. Overland. Sayonara Wild Hearts. Truck Driver. Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch Remastered. Niflheim, so- the Sojourn. Sojourn. Is that how you say that? DiGiorno? The DiGiorno? The Sojourn? We Were Here. Mabel in the Wood. Uh, Rebound Dodgeball Evolved. Sure. Uh, and then for the Switch. We got anything new coming out for the Switch this week? Oh, yeah. Lego Jurassic World, Castle Crashers Remastered, Jet Cave Adventure, Akash, Path of the Five, Devil May Cry 2, uh, Grid Autosport, One-Way Ticket, Paper Dolls Original, uh, The Spellworm, Tidewog Ver Niemand, Untitled Goose Game, Zenith, the Nintendo Switch Lite launches on Friday alongside The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. So that's the big game this week, Faux Show. Link's Awakening, well, yeah. Yep. Only game I was interested in that list that isn't Nino Kuni and Link's Awakening because I don't have a Switch is uh, Real Fishing. That's not at all what I expected you to say. What did you expect me to say? Not Real Fishing. Oh, hey, I like fishing games. Okay. Untitled uh, Goose Game. Yeah, well, I kind of expected that one. Yeah. 
Untitled Goose Game, I've seen footage of that game. It looks ridiculous. Yeah. You wait You wait in the bushes as the guy walks up with his lunch, and they go, Hurt! Yep. <laughs> That's what you do. You're terrorizing people in this town as a goose. <laughs> goose. I mean, I, I'm, uh, I'm kind of okay with that. I kind of want to play that game. Yeah, right? Well, you can't, Drew. It's only on Switch. I know. Time to get a Switch. Know, hold on. This is coming... T- I think it's... Shut uh, up, Anthony! On, the game will be released on September 20th uh, on Microsoft Windows, Mac OS, and Nintendo yeah, Switch. It was a joke. Jesus Christ. Why are you going to be so literally ruining the mood? I'm it, get, I guess I'm getting Epic Game Store. You got to get a Switch. Untitled, Untitled Goose Game is not going to be the thing that makes me pull the trigger on the Switch, guys. I'm pretty sure at this point, if you haven't pulled the trigger, you're not going to, because goddamn, that thing's got a lot of great games. <laughs> no, I am. That's just, you know, saving my money Epic right Game now. Store. I'm going to go with the Epic Game Store. I can't believe Untitled Goose Game is going to be the game to do it, but here every, we are. Every game is going to be on the Epic Game. Pretty soon it's going to be a shocker when it's announced for Steam, okay? It's going to get to that point. Um, Days Gone. Let's do some news. Days Gone added a new Game Plus option this week. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot launches in January. Is that how you say his name? I don't know how you say his name. Yes, Kakarot. Okay. I, I wanted to make sure I wasn't misprint because people get mad about the Dragon Ball, Drew. Uh, it includes the Buzz Saga. Boo. <laughs> I did that on purpose to see if you'd say anything. Smajin Boo. I know, it's a joke. God damn. Uh, Control uh, announced their DLC roadmap. One of them has this kind of looks like Alan Wake a little bit. What? So that's the thing people got excited about this week. Uh, Neo 2 was shown at the Tokyo Game Show. That game will have a beta, and then I think it's out early next year. <sighs> I don't know about video games anymore, okay guys? Because KFC is making a game where you can date Colonel Sanders. The game is called I Love You, Colonel Sanders. A finger-licking good dating simulator. That subtitle's fucked. Um, <laughs> yeah, that subtitle... Uh, sorry, that subtitle just really... Um, oh, yeah, okay. Um, so, th- there's does a... That, does that subtitle like, lick you the wrong way? Um, there's a big contingency of, like, women who dress up as Colonel Sanders in Japan. Like, J- Japan has, like, Colonel Sanders love for some reason. They do it's it for, like, big... Thanksgiving, don't they? I think so, isn't it? Like, Thanksgiving or Christmas? Yeah, that, like, like... The... Well, it can't yeah, be it's, Thanksgiving. Some... it's not Thanksgiving, because that's not a Japanese holiday, but, uh... Must I think be... it's Christmas. It's Christmas, Christmas yeah. dinner, yeah. Everybody goes to KFC for Christmas. Don't you have to order it like? Out. Don't you have to order it like six months in advance? Yeah. So strange. Yeah. So like this doesn't necessarily surprise me. Um, what did surprise me that what, like Devolver wasn't somehow involved with this weird fucking? Shit? I don't. I don't know why, but it feels like a sequel to like Had a Full Boyfriend, and I don't know if that's oh, they made yeah. comments about that. They're like, yeah, it's not. That's pretty messed up, too. Um, Capcom detailed their new game 
uh, Project Resistance. It's essentially a asymmetrical multiplayer game. So it's 4v1. So it's not like Resident Evil Outbreak or Operation Raccoon City. Well, it is like I Dead might. by Daylight. Yeah, I'm done then. So, me no want to play Evolve again. Oh, why not? Evolve was fun. Yeah, for the like the twice times we played it. The twice times. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of three times, but I said two, and then said twice times. All right. Um, Death Stranding will feature a very easy mode designed for get it movie fans. Okay. <laughs> they made that for the Walking Dead fans. Oh, come on, man! It's got Daryl in it. <laughs> Daryl. We gotta, we gotta go. We gotta go play this game because it's got Daryl in it. Uh, he ain't got his crossbow no more. Oh, Jesus Christ! Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake will feature a classic mode that plays closer to the original turn-based. So, you know, for those people who didn't like the way that the action looked, they can play it basically turn-based. That's very interesting. Yeah. Um, what else is going on? Scrolling down through here, there's Colonel Sanders. Do, 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 <clears throat> Norm McDonald's the best Colonel Sanders. What about Sean Astin? He's now a Colonel Sanders. You see next commercial? Is he? No, I haven't seen it. Yeah, he's he. They they play off a of Rudy. Okay. He goes from being Rudy and he says, "I want to be Colonel Sanders." Then he becomes Colonel Sanders. So he's in the commercials now. Okay. You'll probably see one tonight because I know you're going to watch the football game tonight because your team's playing. But uh, yeah, the team's losing tonight. Oh, that's the spirit game one. That's that's the Falcons, man. Um, Bioware's Anthem is now in EA Access. I mean, that's Man. the only time Anthem's been in the news for a while. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace, Bioware. Yeah. I'll tell you. That's, it makes me sad. It really does. Yeah. Because they're, um, they're, so, they're quote-unquote still working on Dragon Age, which we'll probably never see at this point. Spiders might be hiring. I've heard Greedfall's done okay. I don't. I don't want spiders to make Dragon Age. At this point, that may be the only thing we have. I. I don't want it though. No, thank you. I. I would. I would be okay with just Dragon Age being what it was. The. The three games that came out. I'm good. But Inquisition ended on a cliffhanger, guys. I, I don't care. I, you know what? I've been waiting on a sequel to Beyond Good and Evil for fucking fifteen years. I, I'll get over it. Not everything needs to keep going. I mean, I would be more shocked if a game ended properly anymore. Like, if you don't leave hooks for another one, what are you even doing? You know? You never know. Um, the only other thing I can think of is Apple Arcade releases this week. It's five bucks a month. I mean, it's game. And games. it looks like it's got decent games attached. I mean, it's fine. I won't buy it because it's only on Apple TV or your phone, and I'm just like, I don't yeah, no thanks. And I got neither, but I just think that was, um, I don't know. I think it's a, it's an interesting uh, experiment, and I hope it works out. 
Hey, I wish all these services well, but I think somebody was doing the math the other day about between gaming services and uh, TV streaming services. Like, we are now paying more than we did for cable. So, cool. That's a cool thing. Uh, I have a couple emails if you want me to read them. Do it to it, Lars. First one's from Eorkara. Oh, skip over that one. You asked for it, Drew. You asked for it. Hey, yo. He says, hey, yo. to the one that Dustin wrote that says I'm an asshole. It says, hey, yo, it's your Cara. Sorry. Uh, Boys, I did it. I bought myself a Nintendo Switch, my first Nintendo console since the SNES. All these years, I've been a Sony fanboy and against Nintendo. I've always felt like they didn't have the best games. Didn't move forward with the times. I felt like it was moving forward and Nintendo wasn't. That all changed the last three years. I haven't really bought myself anything. Just been working hard doing the family life thing. So I decided to reward myself and felt like now was the right time. Picked up the new version of the Nintendo Switch. The idea of being able to play portable and playing on the big screen is perfect for me. If you have kids, you'll understand. I'm absolutely blown away. The device feels so great, and the games are fantastic. Finished Mario Odyssey, my first Mario game since Super Mario World. I feel like I've missed out. I love Mario. The thing is, on my PS4, I got bored. Over 300 games, and I just didn't want to play. Now with Mario, I'm in love. You know what it is? It's charm. Anyhow, I've been playing Odyssey, Mario Maker, Mario Kart, Sky Force Reloaded, Minecraft. Looking to buy more games soon. The only thing I'm missing is friends. John W. has added me. Would be neat to have you guys as well. Looking to play online or just even compare high scores. Also, any fans of N4G Radio is a friend of mine. So please do add me. Here is my Switch friend code to share. Show members and all the fans of the show. I'll read it. Uh, 1961-1642-4224. Nintendo, get rid of this shit, seriously. You know you got the right guy when my name, Eeyore Kara, shows up. Anyhow, a few episodes ago, Ken asked for some Desert Island questions. Well, I'm your man. Okay, boys, you all have decided to go on holiday. Just crew members leave the families behind. Go on a holiday to Hawaii to celebrate, hypothetically speaking, that N4G Radio finally getting a link to the podcast on your main site. (laughs) 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 We may be 50 before that happens. So you boys decided to go to Hawaii for beer and boobies. Okay. Bags are checked in. You're all on the plane. Only a few hours to go. Yay, but wait, who's the pilot? It's me! But I'm in the toilet and getting some action, and nobody's flying the plane. Oh, God. Oh, no, I'm too busy. Plane going down. I put the boobies down and get back into the cockpit. I have to land. I crash on a small island. Everybody dies except the crew and I. Phew! We have nothing. Island is empty. Only sand. How will we survive? We find five suitcases in the cargo. We all happy. Peas during the landing, and we all lost our pants and undies. P.S. During the landing, we all lost our pants and undies. Four suitcases, all numbered one to four. You must pick one and then use those items to survive four weeks on the island, and then a rescue team will pick us up. So choose your number wisely. Once you've picked your numbers, let's see what you got to survive the next four weeks. Yay. Pick one. I'll go first. I'll pick number three. Okay. Anthony. Oh, I was I was going to wait for you to read his. Well, I mean, if you want to pick three, two, you can. No, two. All right, so, Drew, number three. Because you have opened the suitcase, we must all perform a circle jerk. 
a whole 10 minutes. Why did you choose this one? Anyhow, it was great, and we went 20 minutes. Enough to get us by three weeks, so we die. Good job, Drew. What? What did that have to do with opening the suitcase? <laughs> the suitcase then forces us to do this. Yeah. Anthony, pick number two. <clears throat> you have received a voucher that you must claim right now. It's a voucher circle of life with me. Let's do it now. One minute later, all done. However, only enough juice to survive two days. You die. Okay, what's behind door number one, four, What the five? fuck is, what? You've never been, have you never been on for one of these emails? I have. This doesn't, this is, this is even harder to understand than last time. All right, I'm going to read this one. I've just, been on for many, but I know I've been on for one. Number, and suitcase, is, suitcase number one. It's a giant dildo. When you put it up your ass, it hydrates you with vitamins, waters, and minerals. But it must be the ass all the way, 24 inches. You will survive four <laughs> weeks. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> 24 inches, huh? That, that, All the way, Drew. All the physically way. Physically impossible. I mean, that's that's essentially up in my my stomach at that point. I mean, it's either that or die. Oh man, heave ho, ladies and gentlemen. Rip. Just sit down on it really fast. <clears throat> suitcase number four. Bing. The suitcase will save you. It's inside. It is a spaceship. You blast off to Mars. Receive sex from an alien. The alien teleports you back out. Te- uh, teleport you to Outback Australia. You now tame a kangaroo. Jump in its pouch and hop skip your way to the suburbs. You now fight a few spiders. You get bitten on the dick. Your dick is a balloon now. You now float your way to the beach. Pick, fight some sharks. <laughs> Shark bites your dick balloon. Alien comes back to save you. Teleport you home. You run. You jump on Pornhub to find your alien sex tape. Enjoy. Did I have a fever dream? What the fuck is this, dude? This is a New York email. Welcome. This is. Oh my god! I must have had a tame one last time. Jesus oh. Christ! Oh, okay. He does know that people like pay for weird shit like that online, right? <laughs> Just comes on here and goops it away for free. This next email comes from Antonio. It says, In Flu G Radio. Um, yeah, he's been uh, been ill. I've been really enjoying Gears, minus the crashes and checkpoint issues associated with it. Last podcast, you mentioned how there was seemingly no coverage of NBA 2K20, and when it dropped two days ago, the damn game trended on Twitter all day. I guess NBA Twitter was the coverage. By the way, NBA Live is still slated to come out, if you can believe it. Just a personal note, last week I was sick with the stomach flu for a day and a half. I ate and drank nothing, followed by three days of Gatorade and applesauce. Nothing like having the energy to sit up for more than ten minutes at a time before laying back down for hours on end. So, boys, what's the sickest you've been, and how is your water consumption going, Ken? (laughs) I'm having a nice, cool, ice-cold water right now. Thank you. I do not believe you. Dude, I literally have a bottle of water right here. Okay, all right. I figured it'd be a Coca-Cola. I have one of those too. That's for the caffeine, but I do always keep a bottle of water too. Okay. Um, the sickest I've ever been. I mean, I don't remember it, but I had like a thing called impetigo. Um, that made my like, fingers like have blisters on them. It was a terrible uh illness. Um, but I don't remember that. That was like when I was five. Um, la- two years ago though, I got. Uh, a bad stomach flu that lasted a week and like realized my 
don't really show it off online, but like I'm a hundred and thirty five pounds on a good day and I'm six two. You should say wet wearing boots. That's the that's yeah. a good one. Um when uh I got sick, like it was a stomach flu thing that lasted a week, so I just couldn't keep anything down. I lost thirty pounds. Uh um, like Christian Bale and the mockiness. Mm-hmm. I I I I looked bad. Like I felt worse. It was uh, awful. I drank a lot of Powerade during that time. Um, even that, I couldn't really keep down. It was it was brutal. Um, that's the one I remember. You want to go, Drew, or you want me to go? I've got an epic story. Okay, well, I'll go, and then you can go since you're just epic. okay. Um. <clears throat> I have two. One of them is stomach flu, like Anthony, and it came from the restaurant everybody would expect it to come through, um, Arby's. Basically, I got food poisoning, and man, I threw up so much, and it was coming out both ends. So at least you could nail down what what gave it to what you, like it? my yeah. So my thing was is I I have not returned to a specific business because. I'm not saying it was them, but uh, I was so concerned that I got it from there because it was like shortly after I got, I went to this place. It was like the day after I started to feel it, and I was like, "Oh boy, yeah, that's I, not good." I knew exactly because I'd had it the night before, and I knew it was kind of a sketchy. You know, you know what sketchy Arby's looks like, <clears throat> and every Arby's. <laughs> well, I mean, when you get real sketchy Arby's, and then. Like, I couldn't eat there for a good 12 months. Like, it took me 12 months to build up the courage to go back and eat there. Do um, they cook their stuff there? Or is yeah, it just they cook kind it, of like... they cook it in the restaurant. Deli- okay, I was going to say, because it just... I thought it was like deli meat and stuff. No, they actually... It's actually cooked there in the morning. Okay. Yeah, roast beef. Yeah. Um, the other one I got was during a very stressful time in my life, I developed shingles. And I don't know if you've ever had them or know anybody who's had those. Um, they can be brought on by intense amounts of stress. And it literally feels like if you've ever had like sun poisoning or a rash from sunburn, it basically puts these little things all over my back uh, from shoulder blade to shoulder blade. And it literally feels like somebody is stabbing you with a knife every like 30 seconds. No, thank you. It was, I laid in bed for three days straight, just in writhing pain. I couldn't sleep. Um, it's miserable. So, so to roll back on my story, I forgot to mention. So it started when I got my illness and like that, I was bedridden. Clearly I wasn't eating anything. Um, but it started, I was at work and I work overnights and I was like, Oh, it's just cause I didn't get enough sleep that my legs are sore. Um, I got home, uh, tried to go to bed. My legs continued to be extremely sore. I was writhing in pain. All of a sudden, I had a really bad fever, and this is the only time I've ever had, like, a fever dream, but I thought, like, I could tell that it wasn't reality, but I swear, I was like, people are burning me at the stake. I thought that was actually happening, and then it'd be like, no, you're crazy, like, you're just not feeling well, but, dude, it felt so real. It was awful, Um, and then I was trying to get medication to make the pain, stomach pain go away, because I can only walk at, like bent at my stomach like it was that bad and uh apparently it was such a 
common illness at the time that the uh, provider or whatever it's called, um, the people that make the medicine actually had to run out. So, all right, Drew, epic story time. Okay, so uh, in 2000, I got really ill. Started in probably on a Thursday night. Got really sick. Didn't feel very good. Um, but I kind of powered through that Friday. Went to work. Thought I just had like a cold or something like that. Because uh, my nose would run. I felt like crap. You know, uh, the common symptoms of maybe a cold or, or even the beginning of the flu. That Friday night, uh, I was living with my roommates at the time. And if anybody remembers back in those days, we used to broadcast on back then it was just in TV. Every Friday uh, night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, pretty much all the weekend, we would broadcast playing video games and stuff like that. Well, we had done our broadcast, and we were sitting there, and like I had been like just feeling like crap that whole like since Thursday. I've been feeling like crap. This was like Friday night at probably like ten o'clock at night. Had our friends over. We were broadcasting, and I finally told my roommate Alan, I was like, "Look, dude, you're gonna take me to the hospital, man." He's like, "What's the matter?" I was like, "I am." I'm dying over here. Um, so we jumped into his car. We went up the road. He lives kind of like in a off the beaten path a little bit. And we got up to where we got down to the close to the highway. And I was like, you know what? I think I'll be all right. Let's just turn back around. I'll just, I'll just power through this stuff. I don't like going to the doctor. I don't like going to the hospital, especially. So typically I try to avoid it as much as possible. Uh, that night, along with Saturday night, was probably the worst days I've ever experienced in my life. Because, especially Friday night, uh, we were still broadcasting. Now I'm turning back on the broadcast. He was playing, I remember it was a Harry Potter game. <laughs> I, I don't know why. He, he worked at GameStop <clears throat> and he could, he could check out whatever game he wanted. Oh yeah, I remember that. And so he, he got like, let me try out this Harry Potter game. It was on the Wii and he was sitting there playing it. So we didn't have a thermometer, but I was running a fever. Alan could tell I was running a fever. So he was like, all right, I know what we're going to do. He went and got four blankets, wrapped me up in those blankets, and put a space heater on me. He was going to sweat out the fever, which, you know, they did that back in the 1800s. Nowadays, medical doctors say, no, that is horrible for you. I saw God that night. <laughs> what do you look like? Uh, let me guess. It feels as real as possible, right? Yes. So part of me was watching Alan play this Harry Potter game. Part of me was dying. Um, I threw up so much that night that I would get up every probably 20 minutes to go throw up. There was and nothing you, left, so I would just you, dry heave. Yeah. And I was so scared that I was going to choke to death that every time I got up, I told Alan, you need to walk with me because I'm afraid if I start drive heaving, I need somebody there to keep me from dying. Yeah. I <laughs> And and, and the, the, the moment where everything feels real and part of your, your brain is still just holding on to reality. It's like, no, that's dumb. But God, like, I know that feeling so well. At least it wasn't coming out both ends. No, 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 no. This was I, this was straight vomit until there was nothing left. Then, mine was, and like ugh. 
you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. I like the fact that you can just puke into a tub. <laughs> Gross. And not have to worry about the aim. So I puked outside because we were in the living room and it was way faster to just run outside. Yeah, well, that's not a so, bad idea. I was going to say because the outhouse. <laughs> yeah, no, no. We had a bathroom. It was just it was at that time. Okay. It was at the end of the at the end of the hall down there, and I was like, I'm just going to go outside. God, everybody's got a vomit story. I remember being at a party when I was like 19 years old and vomiting on a porch and then being sprayed off with a hose. <laughs> oh, if we're about to talk about vomiting stories, I had a panic attack at a party, went outside and vomited twice in February Ugh. in Canada <laughs> without putting my shoes on. Oh, God. So, <laughs> I went outside, I have wet socks, and then I just was like, all right, I have to get out of here and just re- relax. So I went outside without a jacket in my shoes and <laughs> the, the party was a nightmare and got back home. My feet are in pain because they've now been freezing, right? And uh, for the next hour and a half, my feet swelled because the like it was they were warming up and it's one of the most painful things I've ever felt in my life. <laughs> you just got to let it happen because you can't even you can't even heat them up faster. You have to just put a blanket over them and let them return to their normal temperature. It's awful. Yeah. So yeah, I laid on a futon in Alan's living room and saw God. And saw and saw all sorts of things. I was oh, like Robin Williams man. and what my dreams may come. Oh my god. It, it's, it, it made me realize though, and I'm s- sure you feel the same way, that like, oh crazy people, this is how they believe. Like they just lack that part that's holding on to reality. Like this, like I get it now why people think stuff happens to them because yeah. holy shit. No, I, I definitely hallucinated that night. Hallucination yeah, uh, is the absolute worst. Yeah, I was seeing shit. I was, like, Alan, he's like, I was mumbling and stuff. Was that your first time having, like, Yeah, that was the first time I'd ever been sick like that. So, cut to probably, I I got over it probably Sunday night. I mean, I was still sick, but, you know, I went to work Monday. I was was better. Um, Never took, besides Tylenol, never took anything else. Uh, It just powered through that crap. In retrospect... I, got, I was probably close to dying. Like I was going to you probably should have went to the doctor. Yeah, I should have went to the hospital, but I didn't. And the reason why is because, cut to probably like four months later, we were all sitting around the living room, and Alan's like, hey, you remember that time you, you got sick at, that weekend? I was like, yeah, I remember that. He's like, do you know what I think you had? I was like, what? He's like, I think you had fucking swine flu. And I was like, we went back and looked. Sure enough. Swine flu had a little bit of an epidemic in the United States yeah, around that. that time. And I was like, holy shit. So we all came to the conclusion. I probably contracted swine flu that night and did nothing about it and just powered through it and somehow survived. <laughs> now, if you had gone to the hospital, you would have had to pay, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck that, North. <laughs> I could totally understand why you'd be like, fuck that. <laughs> Throw yeah, some no, blankets I, I, on it. At that point, I did not have insurance. That's 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 the American way. Is like you know we have to tough out because we ain't got no insurance and yeah. we can't even we can't, afford we it. We can't with afford it. to live. We can't even afford it with insurance. I don't know about you, Drew, but I pay 
Obviously, because it's a family thing, but I pay hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars a paycheck yes. for yes. health insurance. And, you know, I went to the doc. I go to the doctor every six months. It still costs me $80 mm-hmm. to go to the doctor. Jeez. Just for no. a checkup. We're not talking about, like, something's wrong with me. When something's wrong with me, I have to go to the ER, and that's an immediate 50 plus whatever they charge me for what they do. I can't remember the exact statistics, but it's somewhere around 80% of people who go bankrupt in the United States are because of medical issues and medical bills. Yes. 60% of those people who went bankrupt had health insurance. Yeah. Do you know how much it was when my son was born because we had to put him in a NIC unit per day? Mm. 10 grand. Oh my God! Per why day. does it cost that much to put somebody? Why does it cost ten thousand dollars to spend a night in the hospital? Because it can. Yeah. Because it can. I. Yeah, it was ten thousand dollars a day for him to be in the NIC unit. Why does it cost that much? I don't know. We don't need to. We all right. I I'm, I never get political, but w- when we came up with the whole, you know. We're going to make health insurance affordable. We don't need health insurance affordable. We need health care affordable is what we need. Yeah. Insurance doesn't do crap for you. And you spend so much money on it. Do you realize how much money I'd have if I didn't pay health insurance? We're talking close to like $1,000 a month. Yeah. Is what I would have extra. Extra. I got got my wife on my insurance and it's around $100 a week. I pay four hundred dollars a paycheck, I think. So I get paid every week. Yeah, I get paid every two weeks. I pay about four hundred dollars a paycheck, and that covers, you know, like dental, vision, health. Yeah. And the last time I went to the, I took my wife to the dentist recently, and it cost me ninety dollars. And it's the first time we've gone this year. <laughs> Still cost yeah, me ninety dollars. I mean, dental's the same. Up here, but like I don't oh, pay. Yeah. Then, like then I got benefits. Are the, are the biggest, the biggest ripoffs you'll ever meet. And that's the place you don't want to go the most because it's the worst. I so I cut my head open. That's oh, right. No, I was just gonna say you. You're like I'm. I don't want to go here and have somebody scraping around in my mouth with a metal object and pay oh. them ninety dollars. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> I cut my head open two years ago, actually right before I got sick, so God knows if that's connected. Um, I cut my head open twice in like the same month, and it was just gushing blood. And the first time I went to the hospital, I got to the hospital around 5.30 a.m. ish, and left around noon (laughs) with a head wound. Yeah. And it was five seconds once they saw me. Yeah, they just cleaned yeah. it up, stapled it, sent me on my way. I would have been livid if I had to pay for that. I mean, technically we do, but I didn't have to pay for it out of pocket, and that's what matters. Yeah, I. Oh God, I like Drew said. I don't get political, but I'll tell you what: if somebody manages to figure that out in America, they would have my vote a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Now, the <laughs> second part of the story is when I cut my head. I was like, "Well, I could go back to the hospital." But fuck that, I'm not sitting in there for six hours again. Dude, I, <laughs> so I, I just manned it through. I had the same experience. I took somebody to the hospital one time, and they were just kind of like sick with like a stomach bug. Um, but they were, you know, obviously throwing up. We we sat in, we sat in that hospital. So we went, we walked in there, 
and like five o'clock in the afternoon. We didn't leave until probably midnight, but we got there and a little girl came in with her mom and she was obviously holding her arm. Something had happened to her arm, her arm through it. They were sitting there. So they came in after us. That little girl had been bitten by something. Either she didn't know what it was. She thinks it was a spider bite or something like that. In the course of like three hours that we sat in that waiting room, that girl's arm swelled up like three times. And I was thinking, you know, I'm okay with her going ahead of us if that's all right. I was like, this girl's like going to die. Yeah. And they just sat there the entire time. I was like, what are you guys doing? This is an emergency room. Yeah, there's no, there's no emergency in the emergency room. No, I'm just like, you guys don't get it. People are coming here. There was a guy with like a giant like cut around his face and he was just holding like paper towels to it. Yeah, I was bleeding from the head. They asked me questions of like to, to see if I had, um, any cognitive issues, right? But like, and I answered them and I'm assuming they knew, but like, I could, I, like, so I, you know, working overnight, I had been up from God knows when the night, the night before. I want to say, like, let's just say nine because that's the earliest or, uh, or that'd be the latest I could wake up and go to work. 9 p.m. and, I have bled a lot at around 3 a.m. and left 5 a.m. to go to the hospital. So I've bled a lot. I'm tired. I want to go to bed, but I can't until I see a medical professional <laughs> because I might, you know, have a concussion. And then you never wake up. And then I never wake up. So, like, I'm sitting there with a paper, hoping to God the blood has stopped. Thank like, and yep, just sat in there. I was there first, and other people ended up joining me. But I was just like, Jesus Christ! And then I got into the room, and they'd had someone in there clearly. Or he was he must have been sent or brought around another way. Some guy who's clearly a drug addict. Um, he'd done drugs, and his arm had swollen up. So God knows what he's injected into himself. Uh, and he goes, because <laughs> of course my day is already going horribly. He looks at me and goes, I recognize you! Oh, no. Was it Arnold Schwarzenegger? You had kind of like an Arnold I recognize you! He's got a raspy voice. Uh, I recognize you. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, have you been here before? No. He's like, yeah, no, uh, the addictions center? Yeah, but not for addictions. That's where I know you're from. like, great. Yeah, that's that that was another thing that happened before we were little was there was like multiple people just kind of like laying they were almost like laying around i know it was like you know 10 o'clock at night and i asked one of the nurses that was taking care of my person i was like these people aren't doing anything he's like yeah they're just here they say that their back hurts and they're just trying to get pills i was like yeah he's like that's all it is he said you wouldn't believe the amount of people that come through the emergency room just to try and get a fix jesus yeah this guy was clearly had gotten this fix (laughs) Good for him. All right, we're going to move on, do the tweets, and get out of here. Uh, we had another email. We did. We did two. I thought you said we had three. Sorry. No, we had two. Um, Mookie says, Marhaba is greetings in Arabic, just a friendly FYI. Assuming we had somebody say that a couple weeks yeah. ago or something. 
Uh, Blue Apple Blue says, Dragon's Den reality television program invited you to pitch the show to a panel of venture capitalists. How will you convince them to invest in your show? Sink is- money into this bullshit. <laughs> what, what is this? I don't know what Dragon's Den... I don't Shark know. Tank. Dragon's Den is specifically Canadian, but but Shark Tank. Gotcha. Oh. Um, oh god, I don't even know. Get Gambus on, and then we do our Johnny Cash cover album. You just you just bring Gambus, and, get, and they all look at you. What are you talking about? You can't even get. You, we just lost your pitch because you said Johnny Cash. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, we bring, no. You just bring in Gambus, and you just like, like the room's silent, and then you just go wait, wait, listen to him. <laughs> just wait. Just wait for. Yeah. Uh, John wants to know what's, <laughs> what's the best Reese's product have they ever made a bad one uh, Reese's I mean Reese's cup is the king I mean yeah the, I love everything Reese's they're, yeah. they're king cups that have the Reese's pieces inside mm-hmm. there's That's nothing the there's nothing they make that is bad but I will still go I'm sure there's it. something that we wouldn't remember because it was a very short time on the shelf maybe but I will tell you that nothing to this day is a better candy than the Reese Cup, the original, the OG. I I don't like the white chocolate ones. That's, that's just because I'm not a huge white chocolate fan. I am a huge fan of the Fast Break. I buy jars of Reese's peanut butter. Ugh. I'll tell you what the best is. You take a Reese, get like a, a pack of Reese's, put them in the freezer. I don't. I mean, I they're okay that way, but I prefer them to be melting when I put them in my mouth. Oh no, no, no! I put them in the I put them in the fridge. Yeah, freeze them, man. I'll I'm tell hard. you. I'll tell you a delicious thing to do. You get yourself a jar of Reese's peanut butter, okay? And then you get a box of fudge rounds, little Debbie fudge rounds, and you put some of that Reese's peanut butter on one of those motherfuckers and eat it. I think I got diabetes from you say, talking. That's fine. <laughs> diabetes tastes delicious. So what's better? Uh, so this is a big one, especially in the South. Little Debbie is king in the South. Little Debbie is king everywhere. Well, some people uh, like Hostess better than that. Hostess is what fine. What the fuck are you two talking about? It's a brand of snack cakes. Yeah. Oh. Little Debbie does fudge rounds, star crunches, nutter butters. I mean, and then I'm still I still love the oatmeal cream pies. I mean, they're classic, Drew. Yeah. And then Hostess oh, does things like donuts. Yeah, yeah, okay. And, yeah. That's Little Debbie. Hostess does the Twinkie. They do the ding dong, ding dongs. Yeah, Little Debbie's better. Yeah, Little Debbie's the king. Yeah, the yeah. birthday cake. Yeah, I mean zebra cakes. I yeah, like to call, I like the you know Little Debbie. I like to call him Big Deborah. Big Deborah. <laughs> okay. Now okay, I don't no, think no, no. they're in the states, but uh, Joe Louis. No, I don't know what that is. Nah, never heard of. It's um like a chocolatey cake with uh, cream filling and then there's like chocolate over top my house there is always at least one box of Little Debbie what is it Fudge Rounds is that your favorite Fudge Rounds are my favorite the wife likes Star Crunches the son likes Nutter Nutter, Nutter Buddies Nutty Buddies is that what they're called Nutty Buddies Nutty Buddies he likes those I mean but there's always at least one box somebody's gotta have a Little Debbie in the house so those look like uh, Girl Scout cookies yeah, they're not a cookie. They're, they're they? like a full cake. Like what are those called? Uh, the Little Debbies or the what are those? Fuck, I know. I know there's got to be an equivalent. Yeah, what are they called? But yeah, the Girl Scout cookie. I don't remember. 
Uh, yeah. Anyway, but these are these are actual cakes, and they're like delicious. Mm, I'm sure. Three inches across. Oh yeah, absolutely delicious. Uh, devil cream, similar to that, okay, but yeah. there's chocolate glaze over top. It's like yeah, it's like devil's food cake almost. Yeah. King XAD wants to know. What's your take on the disgusting snowflake culture that's poisoning gaming these days? We have, quote, members of the media, IGN GameSpot, crying about how realistic and visceral the new Call of Duty is. I'm sick of SJWs trying to censor creativity in gaming. I mean, what are they saying about Call of Duty? Uh, it's, it's the, um... If I remember correctly, and if I don't, somebody please correct me. Um, it has to do with the the new game is apparently giving you like moral choices about shooting civilians, um, which isn't the first time it's done that. So. I was about to say, and I think, did that a long time ago. Well, also there was a big hoopla over the um, fact that you can use white phosphorus in. Multiplayer, like as a perk or like a kill streak or something like that. I I don't follow Call of Duty, so I'm just spitballing here of what I've seen people on the internet talking about. I mean, I don't I don't know. And to the white phosphorus argument, can't you get a nuke? Well, it's not even that. You 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 literally wield guns. I'm not sure what what more it could be. Like, Handheld expected. death like, machines. The whole idea, yeah. The whole idea is to kill an opponent. Like it's not. This is nothing new. I I, I, don't, I know. don't know. I I I like. I'm the guy that looks at video games as that shit ain't real. Yeah. So like, that's my first thing. Is like this this game can't hurt you. I grew up slaughtering um, demons in hell and ripping people's spines out, and I'm all right. I understand the. I understand why people are sensitive to stuff. People go sure. through different things in life. Sure, you know we 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 attach ourselves to different causes. I don't think it's necessarily fair to just write it off as SJW bullshit necessarily. Although some of it is, some of it surely is, but you not everything. You have to yeah. read the context, but. I want to just say this because I've been thinking about it a lot recently. Just based around everything. The best thing you can do if you don't want people to think like that is just not talk about it. Like it's this isn't a hard thing. Like you don't like something, like and I'm not I'm not criticizing anyone here. But like um you know, you're talking like the the commenters talking about IGN and stuff. The best thing you can do is not read it and not give them attention. Yeah, that's um, that's one of because the that's things. what that's why they do this. Of course, they're not they because the last thing like like remember they paid someone for that article. This isn't a think piece written on someone's own accord. That person gets paid probably per article. Um, you know that's cool. Uh, is not as bad as it used to be, but that's all polygon shtick, right? And they generate controversy, they generate clicks, and it doesn't matter what really the content has to say, as long as you click that article. It's disappointing. That's the reality, though. Um, that's not to say that there these people writing it don't necessarily even feel like... I'm not saying that, but like that's the first thing you have to take into account. Are they trying to rile you up? The answer is usually yes. It's going to be like that from both sides. Whether you are an SJW or totally against SJWs. Like, you you have people writing articles to 
inflame an idea, like just piss people off. Click the article. That's what they want. Engage. Gives them attention. So don't do that. That'd be my first. If you want that to disappear, stop doing it. I realize that's not going to happen, but it's just the reality of how you get that stuff to go away because right now it works. Um, second, though, is that you can't necessarily write off all this stuff either. I mean, it doesn't help that this game's coming out in a world where, you know, in the States anyways, like the topic of gun control is very strong. I don't know why they clung to the white phosphorus as much um, because it is a video game, like, and it's only, you know, like, who, who's to say what message they're going to send with it either? I realize it's a multiplayer mechanic, but it might be a mechanic in the main game too. And like Drew said, Spec Ops The Line did it. You know, and they said something with it. And I think articles that come out ahead of a game's release and say, well, this is bad, like, they said something with the uh, No Russian mission. Whether you like it or not, they're making a statement. And you're right, it isn't fair to, like, censor art, but they're not. They're they're saying a criticism. If If they got their way maybe they'd censor it. But they're allowed to criticize. We do it on this podcast. So I, I'm interested to see what they do with it. And maybe they do something with it poorly. I'll call them out for it if they do. But I'm also going to save judgment until I actually get to see more of it. Outside of multiplayer. Alright. Uh, moving on, because we're running late today. Um, Real Shogun Beats says J.J. Abrams is going to direct DC Extended Universe movies. Why not? Oh, there's no extended universe, it's just movies now at this point. I saw the casting for the Suicide Squad, and I'm immediately excited. I just, I'm interested just based on the person who's directing it. Yeah, James Gunn's directing it, so I think it's going to be a fun... the Suicide Squad? Well, they're making another one, I think it's... I mean, Margot Robbie's in it, uh, as is Joel Kinnaman, who did Rick Flagg. Uh, the guy that played... Rick Flagg. Captain Boomerang? No, Rick Flagg. No, the guy that played Captain Boomerang is also bad. I mean, that's fine. Yeah, I, I remember right, everybody, but there's a couple right. returning names. The the big one that didn't come back was Will Smith. So, so, yeah. so are they going to have Deadshot? No. Oh, they're okay. not replacing it. Idris Elba's in it, and originally they were like, "Are you going to play Deadshot?" And he's like, "No." He's like, "Will Smith nailed Deadshot, so we're not going to, you know, I don't want to replace him." Okay. Yeah, sure. Will Smith also has a bunch of uh, rules about. The way the script goes, if he's in a movie, so I'm sure that also may have contributed to the fact that he's not back. That's fine. Um, I like where DC's gone. I'm super stoked to see Joker. And if J.J. Abrams is going to direct DC movies, I'm all for it. I just like good movies. I, you know, it's fine. I don't care. Um, Astral Broccoli says, "Y'all ready for fall weather?" Uh, yes. And if you ever considered doing a live show with the whole gang together, maybe for the 1,000th episode, we did do that. I watched that recently. It's bad. Don't watch that. This is for the 150th or 200th or something like that. You were on it, Drew? 200, I think. Yeah. Everybody was on it. It was Jason, John, Ryan, me. Justin was on there. 
Drew. Uh-huh. We were all live streaming on YouTube. Now you have me. What a fucking fall from grace. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, David says, last two weeks, the throwbacks of John and Jay have been awesome. Yeah, I like having Jay on when, when he'll come on. But he doesn't come on very much anymore. No. Uh, Mookie says, I got sleepy midway through the tutorial of Monster Hunter World, and I think I know why. <laughs> said, no, you're uh, wrong. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, that's, you know, I, I'm not a fan of Monster Hunter games either. God, I love them. Said, I, I definitely understand why people, like, find them appealing. I just, I'm the same way. I just can't do it. Uh, months being away from Rainbow Six games, Rainbow Six Siege, uh, and it felt like a brand new game to me. So much to relearn, and so many new operators. Good thing I bought the four-year pass in time. Uh, playing Witcher Three on ultra settings is so breathtaking. Uh, I only finished. I only planned to finish Resident Evil Two Remake, but man, it got me hooked for a second run. Great job, Capcom. Felt like the old RE2 all over again. Yeah, I, that's the only game this year I finished three times. Um, it's a good game. I mean, it's it's also. I mean, it's something you can actually finish three times. I mean, it's, it's not super long, right? Like it's long, but it's not. Yeah, super but I just it's the only game I ever wanted to play again immediately, like yeah, uh, okay. recently anyway. I see what you mean. Uh, and his final tweet says, "Was browsing the Dota two shops, and man, I'm itching to spend some money because of item effects plus help of my new gaming machine." I can tell you what Dota means. That's it. <laughs> uh, I know. I There's too many podcasts that I listen to that people talk about Dota, so I know more about Dota than I feel like I need to. Dude, I could not tell you anything about those types of games at all, other than I'm not good at them. And I played that's Dota for a little while. Me and Jay did, and then we went over to Dota. Played most of my MOBA stuff. Yep, I'm not a MOBA guy. I tried Heroes of the Storm, and... Found it immensely boring. Mm. I used to love it. Just not my jam. I even tried the action version, Smite. Didn't like that either. Never been my jam. I think the only thing, I, the closest thing I ever came to was Monday Night Combat. That was a fun game. That was a fun game. That was that was that was the perfect example. Watch meets MOBA. Yeah, yeah, it was a cool game. Yep. Uh, no tweets from your favorite person this week, Anthony, I'm sorry. I don't actually mind his tweets, I just... I know, I'm just giving you a hard time. Uh, if you want to tweet at us, though, it's at M4G Podcast. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, I'm at ZTGD, Drew is at DMFury, and Anthony is at NTRSKT. You can send us emails to podcast at ZTGD.com, and be sure to check out Phoenix Down. Night Trap is live, they're playing Terminator Salvation now, holy sadness. Yeah. Well, it was Dustin that pointed out that this 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 theme sucks, right? Yeah, I All mean, right. you—he's not wrong. No, you guys have tortured yourself. It's almost yeah, over, it, though. It's September, you know. It's it. it I think is he basically said like it comes out via podcast that you are not having a good time. I think that's kind of the point of playing a bad video game is that you're not having yeah. a good time. Yeah, we yeah. both thought it'd be fun. Yeah, you were wrong. And you say it's September, so we're almost done. 
Let me tell you something, okay? <laughs> let me tell you something, brother! You to, hold on, hold on, hold on, stop, 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 Let me just... I know what he's probably going to say. Go ahead, Drew. You got ride to hell. Oh, that's not what I was expecting. Actually. Oh, and, and Jim have... Rain. Well, that's not what I was expecting either. What are you expecting? Four, four weeks of deadly premonition. Dude, I'm telling you, four weeks of deadly premonition is not going to happen. Uh, we are not going to play that game all the way through. Oh, but if it's me and, and Matt voting you... Well, then you guys can record on your own. <laughs> guys record on you. I, I played like 10 hours of Deadly Premonition. I never want to play that game again. I, I didn't. I've never played that game, but I watched my roommate play it for oh. probably about 20 hours, and I said, yeah, I really don't want to play this game it's ever. It's a bad video game, and I still don't know why people still bring it up. I don't know why it's getting a sequel. Like because it's goofy. Not, I don't, I there's like a lot of goofy. I mean, it's nice and weird. Let's be fair. What's the Gene Rain is goofy. Oh, no. But Gene Rain is fucking God, Gene Rain. Gene Rain's one of the worst games I've played. It is, but man, it's full of Scorpion. I, that, that's only funny for like 20 minutes I don't know it's just pretty like, funny Drew and then you I'm get just, like the two sided audio that sounds like it's recorded in two different rooms and... yeah one guy's in a phone booth the other guy's hello right how are you mic. doing oh man it's great I love Gene Rain <laughs> oh God, that game fucking sucks so bad <laughs> I mean yeah it does but Drew you ride have... to hell ride to hell is that's Ride to Hell is un is unplayable. You guys won't finish it. It's yeah, so bad that it's broken. We we are gonna have a bad time. I I right. I will I will say this. Ride to Hell can be completed because the completionist played through that game and one hundred percent of it. Good job for them. He's he hated it. He's a madman. He is a madman. I enjoy the completionist stuff. Sometimes he's pretty good. He's a he's a. The Gerard? stand-up guy, too. Gerard, the completionist? Yeah. Gerard, yeah. Gotcha. I only know him because like he stuff. made some Mario Maker levels and the game Grumps played them. Yeah. So, And they called him on the phone to ask him how to beat him during the show. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the funniest bits I'd ever heard. It was so funny. Yeah. So they have him on speakerphone or something? Yeah, they put him on speakerphone during the episode. They're like, Gerard, what is, what is this? How do you do this? I love the game crumbs. Those guys are great. Yeah. Um. No, that's uh, that's it. Uh, I'm looking forward to Zelda this week. I mean, been itching for a new Zelda game, you know. And it's been I, long enough. A since new I played. old Zelda game, uh, dude. How long? How many years has it been since I played Link's Awakening? God, did you play that release? Yeah. Probably about twenty years. Oh yeah, so it's a new game to me. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember yesterday, let alone 20 years ago. Yeah, I forget how to do like some of the stuff in Link to the Past, and that's like my favorite Zelda game. Hell, I feel like it was 10 years ago when I played Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Anthony, the more yeah. I reflect on Breath of the Wild, the more I go, I don't remember most of this game. Oh, every time I think about it, it fills me with joy. Like, I love it's, that game. Oh, yeah, it's not bad memories. It's just like, I remember a lot of... I don't know. Link's Awakening. Puzzle solving, and then Link's Awakening is a game that, if I remember, was super kind of goofy in a lot of ways, and I am really down for that. It's weird, is what it is in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. and I'm okay with that. You know, I yeah, Link's Awakening was interesting, but I think I don't know, man. I think 
that art style is just awesome. Yeah. The tilt really shift and style. stuff. Not even that. I think this like the way it looks. It looks almost like claymation. Yeah, I like the, but I feel like the tilt shift actually made it look like mo- yeah, like an actual model. I, I know that's a, not a new thing, but it just the tilt shift used in this particular scenario made it feel like actual toys or something. Because they yeah. actually built a model ID out of parts of the island, and uh, they were fantastic. Looking. I am a hundred percent down with some Zelda on Friday. Yeah, I, I think I'm probably going to pull the trigger on the Switch probably in October sometime. Maybe just give myself a birthday present. There's a lot of great games on it, for sure. Yeah. They When's that uh, light come out? Friday. Does it come out Friday, too? I mean, if you really don't want to play on your TV, Drew, I would still recommend you get the other version. I know. That still has 100 bucks, you know? Yeah, I know, but you're eventually going to want to play something on a TV. I know. That's 300 bucks, man. That's just... I know. Three hundred bucks is expensive. I know. You know. I know it is. When you're when you're an adult, you know. I just don't want you to buy the handheld version and then like six Regret months it. down the road be like, oh, I really wish I'd have blew the extra hundred bucks yeah, and been able to play this game on my TV with a proper controller. Exactly. Yeah. That that was the biggest thing I was thinking. Thinking about in that light, and I was like. I've played with those Joy-Cons with the, over at Friends Place. They're bad. And I'm just like, yeah, I want a regular controller. And I was like, yeah, I'm probably just going to get a regular Switch. Hopefully by then they got that new Switch that has the extra battery. It's already out. It. Oh, it's already out. Cool. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's in the wild. So just make sure you get the new box and you're good. Yeah, I'll just have to take a look. Yeah, it's, I, it's uh, a different box cover. So So I, I have, this is a weird, unrelated somewhat. Uh, I've found out that 7-Eleven in Canada has, like, collector's cups for the Slurpees of the Link's Awakening artwork. So I went and got three. Did you have and, three Slurpees as well, or just one? Oh, no, I had three Slurpees. <laughs> you gotta fill them up. He was over here yeah, complaining had, about diabetes earlier. Oh, yeah, dude. It, I was cranked on, like, sugar after work. Diabetes. Oh, God. Yeah, um... Because I got the uh, sugar and caffeine. Because I got like a vanilla Pepsi and then two Coke Slurpees. Jesus Christ! Um, <laughs> I won't even drink that, and I weigh twice of you. I, I drank that. I drank that in under seven hours. You know, um, you guys have racetracks. <laughs> no, sorry. There's a gas station called Racetrack. No, no, I've never heard I, of it. Okay, yeah. so down the south here we have racetracks. Uh, in the summertime, they have promotions where if you if you pay like I think like twenty five or thirty dollars, you get a like a big gulp size cup, and as long as you have that cup, you can always go into a racetrack and get as many refills of whatever you want for the rest wow. of the summer. Well, we lived whenever I lived with my roommates, we lived right next to a racetrack. Guess what the hell we did? We went and bought one of those, and probably six or seven times a day, would go up to the racetrack, hold up a cup, go over there and fill it up, drink it, come back for another. Damn. I found out when I went to the 7-Eleven, like, some near the border, and then almost nothing. So, like, between where I used to live and where I live now, there's zero 7-Elevens. And there's cities in between. There's just there's none. I was like, wow, okay. I didn't realize we didn't have seven yeah. weapons in this country. As much yeah, no, you, 
it's hard. You'd be hard pressed to find a Seven Eleven down here where I live. The big one down here is what they call Golden Pantry. <laughs> All right, the Golden, the Golden Pantry and Racetrack are like the two big ones, and we we do have um. Oh god, what's the one? It's almost like a mini grocery store. I don't Quick know. Trip. The only thing we have around here is fucking Speedway. Yeah, we have Quick Trips. Those you don't have the- Circle K's. I mean, Circle K's, 7-Elevens, that's all stuff that we just don't have around here. Almost everything around here is a Speedway or a BP. BP was big for a while. I mean, BP's mainly just a gas station. Yeah, but the, we've got some of the big ones that have, oh, like, okay. the indoor, like, beer fridge and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah the racetrack next to us had that. I don't go in a lot of gas stations, so... Now that you can pay at the pump with your car, I don't go in those fucking places. No. <laughs> well, we used to. Oh, absolutely. When I was when I was younger, I totally did. Yep. All right. Um. Great way to end the show. Talking about gas. Yeah, this station. has been gas station memories. Gas station podcast. Hey, if you guys want to be entertained for a little while, go look up gas station encounters on YouTube. Man, no, Drew. No, no, they're great. <laughs> Keep your fucking weird, fucking video shit out of the. <laughs> it's not weird. It's comedy. It's it's basically the, uh, these guys uh, work at a gas station in Ohio. This is this is this is every email they, chain we get from Drew yeah. right now. Just some weird shit he's found online. It's not weird. It's it's them uh-huh. filming guys stealing stuff and commenting on it. Man, it's funny. It's a crazy world, isn't it? Anyway, that's the end of the show this week. Enjoy your video games, and we out for now. Peace, bitches. Alrighty, and it goes something like this.